0: Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome back, uh, or welcome for the first time, welcome to this repetitive welcome, it is your host of Talking Bollocks, Howard H. Smith, um, former lead singer of uh, defunct uh, UK thrash band Acid Rain, recently put out um, a triple CD box set available for only £11.50 that spans their entire career and covers every song bar one that they've ever recorded what a bargain what a deal that is where can I get it I can get it from Amazon I can get it from pretty much most websites Uh, check it out that's the advert over. I've been doing stand-up for the last 15 years. You can check me out on Facebook, on Twitter. It's Keith Platt, professional Yorkshireman. I'm not going to bother with any links anymore because, um, you know, I think, fuck it. I, I'm pretty much everywhere. You can find me if you want to. And if you don't, hey, you know, good for you. You can find me on YouTube. Watch some clips on there as well. Um, and, you know, t- uh, Twitter, uh, tweet me. Tell me how shit or good you think I am. Whatever. There we go. There's my ego out of the way early doors. So, um, you might be wondering, um, why I sound even more like a twat than usual. Um, yeah, I am, um, like no, no doubt like a lot of you out of there. Um, I'm suffering from a bastard cold. Um, I really am. Uh, I'm not going to go into details of, of um uh, of how I'm doing this podcast at the moment, but suffice to say, I've been uh been locked in the house for the last three days. Um, and I, I tried to uh, I, I got as far as Central London this morning, turned around and came back. Um, I was just oh fucking I looked like I'd had a shower. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sweating like a blind lesbian in a fish shop. Um, yeah, I was I was sweating a lot. Uh, no offense any lesbians listening. Um, love you. You know, um, heavy duty boots they're cool um so there we go um apologies don't mean to offend um any lesbians listening or any non-lesbians for that matter so if you are or are not a lesbian um my apologies um for everything so far right okay if this is your first time listening this is the kind of deranged shit that uh usual listeners are used to by now um I hope you are used to it. Uh you you're you're tuning in in uh, tuning in how fucking old am I? <laughs> you are you're downloading, you are streaming in fucking record numbers. Isn't that phrase great? Record numbers. Well of course they're record numbers because there's, you know, records began in January for this podcast. So um unless things were dropping off already, um then which would mean this was shit and hopefully it isn't. Um then yeah, it, it, Obviously, they're going to be record numbers. Seriously, everybody listening, we're, we're picking up now. It's up to about 1,500 new subscribers per podcast. We're over the 8,000 barrier. We're going to be hitting 10,000 soon. This is fucking nuts. This is mental. Um, I, I never, ever saw this coming. I really didn't. So thank you, each and every single one of you. Every single one of you that is listening now, even you. Yes, you. I'm mean you. I'm talking to you. Every single one of you. Is is to thank for that, and all to blame, depending on which way you look at it. You know, you are enabling my massive ego. Um, well, like you wouldn't understand, but uh, but seriously, thank you. It's it's awesome, and I genuinely do feel like we've got we've got something here. We've got something going. Um, uh, everybody I've been talking to. The feedback has been. You know, phenomenal. It's been tremendous. Like I said, I'm, I'm really, I'm really gonna, we're really gonna know we're getting somewhere when we get some haters because we ain't got any haters yet. It's all been positive stuff. So if you're listening to this and you do think fucking hell, you do go on. This is shit. I only tune in for the interviews and your interviews aren't all. You know, if if you got some hate for us, well, us, me, if you then feel free, please, because. Um, 'Cause it's just been all good feedback and you know, I'm I'm and I'm really I don't get me wrong, I'm really thankful for that. I'm not rubbishing feedback and, and positive feedback, I'm not at all. I love it. Um, you know, you can stroke my cock as much as you like, guys. <laughs> um but um <laughs> Um can't see any lesbians doing that, but never mind. Um seriously, thank you. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Um, and, and I've got a quick list of thanks here I'd like to thank Joe at Brutalism thank you very much Joe for your support it's Joe Denby he's been um, he's been really cool we did, we did an interview uh, which is going out in the magazine the review of the Apple Core archives four out of five I might add It's also on Brutalism.com um, Uber Rock they've done uh, there's, there's an interview there where you can hear the latest on the acid rain reformation are there plans are there not you have got to go to Uber Rock uh, and check out my interview with them to, to get the latest or you can go to the um, Acid Rain Facebook page, which is facebook.com acid uh, sorry forward slash acid rain thrash. Um, you can find acid rain on Twitter. You can find Talking Bollocks on Twitter. You can find Talking Bollocks on YouTube. You can find Talking Bollocks on Facebook. There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of um links from today's show. I'm gonna make sure they all go up on Facebook. So you've got absolutely no excuse for not checking some of this cool shit out and you know benefiting from everything that's going on. I've even revamped a competition for you guys. Yes. The, the, for for new listeners, we decided quite earlier on that um, uh, that you know you guys weren't interested in competitions and shit like that. All you were interested in is basically um, a, a good podcast, and you couldn't really give a toss about you know, prizes and things like that. And that's fine. That is absolutely cool as fuck. Um, but I have got a, a cool suicide watch. Uh, competition coming up, uh, you can win a free copy of Suicide Watch's uh, new EP The The Alienation Zone, which is very cool. Um, Features a guest appearance by one of the greatest thrash metal singers ever to walk the earth. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I mean, come on. Who else is ever going to say that? No one. It's not true. Um, that's why it's not going to be said. So, uh, but anyway, look. I'll, I'll be playing a track from that later on as well. Um, so there you go. There's the there's the song at the end of the podcast. Surprise ruined. Um, and there you go. Listen to that. That's the uh, that's the uh, it, the wrapped CD there that the guy the guy sent me a few and I'm, I'm putting that one up for. Uh, for for giveaway. So anyway, um, it's uh, it's good to be back. Um, I, I, yes, I am full of fucking cold, um, but nothing could stop me uh, sharing the last month's uh, metal news and and shit with you guys. Um, I, I was talking to Craig um, at all about the rock. As we all know, this is the All About the Rock podcast. Get down to allabouttherock.co.uk where you can listen to the podcast. Um, Awesome website, check it out, some great interviews, some some cool exclusives on the way, always up to date with the news, get to the website, without that website, this podcast wouldn't exist, so if you like the podcast, you know, please show your love for them, show your support, they're also, you know, go to the website, follow them on Twitter, there's Heavy Metal PR, follow that, which is part of All About The Rock, it's all good. Anyway, I was talking to Craig... Um, uh, at all about the rock, uh, and 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 he was saying, look, you know, if you're not if you're not feeling up to it, or you know, you're you're a bit rough, you know, just wait till you're better and do the podcast then. And and I was going to do that, and then I thought, well, hang on, you guys out there, yeah, you've yeah, no doubt there's people listening to this who've got like stinking colds, and we've all had a cold from time to time, and you know, your life it can't just stop, can you? I mean, um, I'm lucky enough to be self-employed, so I, I'm you know, I asked me if I could have some time off because I'm ill, and I was quite. I was quite convinced i was ill so i said yes but look i know a lot of you listening you know you don't have that luxury and you've got and yes we all get sick pay but we also know that there's some jobs where you know basically time off for being ill is frowned upon and you, and you can't afford to do that so i thought well you know if you guys can't if you guys don't have that option then then i shouldn't be pussying out um so that's why you're getting this new ah full of cold meat that was fucking horrible sorry um, so anyway um that's enough about my pathetic uh, health um uh, right now let's uh, let's move on um so uh, yeah some 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 interesting news from uh, from the last month we've got we've got two new slips not songs um uh, one which I thought was uh, was pretty cool, which was um, the negative the negative one, which is quite clearly about Joey Jordanson. Um, and then we had the not-so-cool one that reminded me of the last album, uh, which was The Devil and I. And um, uh, look, I, look, I'm unashamedly a Slipknot fan, and I've got no time for people who say, well, I have got time for them because I'll argue with you, but I don't believe Slipknot to be new metal. Um, new metal is is primarily um, what well, I'd say the difference between new metal and proper metal is in new metal there's no riffs R- the riffs are primarily rhythm and Pantera to blame for that by the way they started it so you know don't give me all that. You just heard a Facebook notification, by the way. I've got to keep Facebook open because um, I've got to hear some details later or something. So my apologies for the beep-boop. Yeah, and, and don't worry. Don't think you've got a notification. If you hear it, it, it's me. So apologies to everybody who just checked their phones while they were listening. Um, but anyway, um, back to Slipknot. Yeah, um, it, it, pretty, you know, pretty cool songs. Uh, and, and as I was saying, like you know, the difference new metal and, and, and metal for me is... It, oh fuck off, fucking <laughs> Facebook again. The the um the thing that does my head in about um uh, uh, about kind of new metal and uh, and the difference is basically if you're new metal you ha- you don't have riffs yeah and um uh and Slipknot have got riffs a plenty um that's just but that's just my you know that's just my interpretation i, I we're all in, entitled to our own interpretations but pantera did start it with um vulgar display of power you know dun 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 dun, dun, dun. it's it's that there's no fucking riff it's just rhythm you know i mean you know dimebag bless his soul it, it, it that, that that was fucking just pure rhythm and he was a bit of a it was a bit of a contrarian diamond because he was like you know he had all those bluesy country kind of licks and and yet some of his riffing was it just wasn't riffs so it was rhythm um, so anyway that's that's where I'm at I, I I love Slipknot I think the first album is just fucking phenomenal it's one of the greatest debut albums ever um, but I the last album was just was just too much like fucking Stone sour for me. Um you know, you know stone now uh, stone knot or, you know, slip sour, whatever you want to call it, it was just too much. And the devil and I leads is leaning towards that, and I've got to be honest, I'm really, really had a belly full of the Paul Grey thing. I mean, the guy is you know, the, the guy is is dead and I am not disrespecting that in any way. Um but he wasn't a legend, okay. Not bearing in ma- not bearing in fi- bearing in mind, we've lost, you know, we- we've lost Ronnie Dio, um, we've lost Dimebag, we've lost. Uh, uh, fuck it, here's genuine legends for me, very close to my heart. Robin Williams, and even closer, well, not even closer, but just as close to my heart, Joan Rivers. Two phenomenal talents. Now, I'm not saying that you know people's talent should equate to how long they're remembered. I mean, let's face it, Jesus is still remembered, and all he did was feed, you know, feed a few people with a fucking loaf and some fish and he seems to be popular fuck knows why um so you know i'm not comparing (laughs) fucking i'm going to hell for that bit um uh, i'm not comparing talent with how long ago you should be remembered i've just had a bit of a belly full you know i mean where where was all the oh paul's the most important member in the band oh paul's the main songwriter oh paul is super super fucking uh, incredible human being when he was alive i don't remember reading any of that um, I, I, I'm not saying it's not true, but you know, I think it's a classic case of, of, a, of the a guy, not, not getting his due until he dies. Um, I, maybe a little harsh, maybe spot on, maybe I'm talking out of my ass. I don't fucking know. It's just what I think, you know, and that, that's, that's, um, I'm just laying it out there. So, um, and, and now they've just come out with, oh, the, the, the drummer who they still haven't named. And that winds me up because it's purely a publicity stunt. It's purely to keep the people chatting. Um, they haven't named the drummer. They haven't named the bass player. They've now come out and said that they've designed a mask that the bass player and the drummer are going to wear um, because it's a really sensitive issue. No, it fucking isn't, guys. We couldn't give a fuck, Hey, eh? Put a fucking... Do, do, a, do, a, do a Guns N' Roses bucket head. Put a KFC bucket on their fucking heads. <laughs> Yeah, just put put a proper pumpkin on their fucking head, Jack Skellington style, just hollow out a pumpkin, boom, get that on your head fucking twat, now that would impress me, if you could still play bass or drums with a pumpkin on your head, that would be quite impressive, um, but um, look, I, I'm, I'm not meaning to be disrespectful, but I also am aware that I am also being disrespectful in the process. Uh, so there you go. That's me. It, that that sums me up completely, doesn't it? A bit of a contradiction in terms, but um, so yeah, the songs, yeah, okay for one and meh for the other one. Um, I'll wait and see. I'll wait and see. Um, the other news, which just fucking gets my musical dick hard. New Faith No More album. Oh my god! Never thought we'd see the day, did we? Hey, eh? uh, I mean, one thing's for sure. Uh, one thing is absolutely for sure none of us have got a fucking clue what it will sound like There's one thing about that band is you, you just never know what to expect including live, I mean I rem- I was at the their ref- their, their very first show they did when they came back um, believe it or not, I know, I managed to get in, I got in on the guest list, how'd you do that Howard? um <laughs> This is really embarrassing, actually. I got in on the guest list of the Daily Mail online and I wrote a review of that gig for the Daily Mail. Now, for those of you outside the UK who aren't sure what the Daily Mail is, it's a shit fucking newspaper over here basically mostly known for, um, it, they were, well, they were a bunch of Hitler sympathizers, the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail actually kind of came out and said that, you know, Hitler wasn't too bad, uh, until he really kicked off. Um, but we like to remember, we like to remind them that. So basically, um, but yeah, DailyMail.co.uk is one of the biggest, one of the biggest news sites in the world, actually. I think it's second only to the New York Times. But anyway, um, uh, they did something good. They got me in for free to the Faith No More show. And what I remember about that is that, I, I, you know, three, four, five songs in, it was just fucking amazing. I mean, it was just like, it was hit after hit. The crowd was singing along. It was just such a buzz it was awesome uh, and then faith no more do what faith no more do you know a 10 minute fucking jam some obscure b-sides patton sat, and, sat on the monitors screaming doing his thing that he does you know um uh and 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 it was kind of like wow you know when they when you know, they were awesome when they came on, and then they they do those things, and you think, yeah, yeah, not so much, um, and then, and then they'll, like, you know, reel off another fucking five classics that, you know, make you want to fucking jump up and rip your heart out, so it's, it's, it's always a roller coaster with those guys, all I can say is, it's just fucking purely positive to have them back, um, and a band of that size just doing what the fuck they want, it's great, I'm really looking forward to it, um, Uh, And I I did personally want to mention uh, uh, Robin Williams and Joan Rivers. Um, Robin Williams was one of my biggest influences um, to go into stand-up. He did the um, Royal Variety performance in 85 or 86. I'm not sure which it is, and I'm not sure if it's on YouTube. I haven't looked at it. The reason I haven't is because I can fucking remember it. I am 44 years old. Yeah, fuck you. 44. Okay, I never thought I'd make it this far, so fuck you. Um, But I'm I'm 44 years old. And... um, I still remember his set from, you know, 85, 86, when I was 16. That's how fucking good it was. That's what an impression it made on me. Um, what, just w- what a phenomenal force of nature. It's it's such a, such a sad, sad um, situation as well. The way that it all happened, that he committed suicide, that he was suffering from depression and had been for many years. That's, it's just horrible. Um and um just a, a complete legend and I, I i wanted to just sort of pay my respects and i i know it, it's not necessarily metal or anything like that but it's close to my heart and and you know this you know like it or not uh this podcast is all about me um because i'm the guy here and and thanks for tuning in tuning in there i go again they a sign that i am 44 i sound like 44 fucking 100 um you know and, and i just wanted to say that <coughs> <coughs> Oh, there you go. Um, proof that I am full of shit. Uh, excuse me, guys. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I really feel sorry for people coming to this podcast for the first time. This is the first one they hear and they think, like they see there's going to be interviews with, 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 with Warrior Soul and um, an onslaught and and they go all oh, right so I and um, you know we're up to like about 20 minutes and it's just some fucking wheezing cunt moaning on and just mouthing off about what he thinks and who he likes you know and if this is your first time and you've got this far I'm wondering where are the fucking interviews I'll tell you where they are coming up after I've fucking finished how do you like them apples Oh anyway sorry um, I'm I'm really fucking about here I'm full of fucking cold medicine so if I'm coming across as a bit all over the shop even more over the shop than usual um, then, then that's why um, uh, Joan Rivers I saw Robin Williams and Joan Rivers on the same bill check that out motherfucker I will put that up against any big four concert any fucking day comedy fucking matters to me I've been doing it for 15 years those two guys on the same bill. I mean, it was awesome. Who who else was on that bill, I, I hear you ask? John Cleese was on that bill as well. Rowan Atkinson. what? Rowan Atkinson was on it as well? Yeah, totally. Awesome night. Amazing. And um and and both just a, a, a savage loss to the comic the, the, the comedy world. Um and um yeah. Just really sad. So anyway, um, uh, moving on, uh, let, let's let's keep it in music. Um, the new uh, "He Is Legend" album, Heavy Fruit. Now, I'm sure most of you out there will be saying, "He Is Legend." Really, is that the name of a band? Yes, it is. New album's "Heavy Fruit." The um, the previous album is "It Hates You." Now, I am I I have to at this point put a big caveat out there and say, look, if if you're if you're old school, you're probably not going to like He Is Legend. If you like Deftones you might like here's legend it's it, it is quite indie right okay and by indie i don't mean fucking you know blur and oasis jangly jangly indie english shit i just mean it's it's not what you'd call metal um but there are outstanding metal moments it is heavy um great vocalist love the singer he's got a absolutely great voice um he really has And um, uh, it's certainly worth checking out. I'm I'm really enjoying the album. Um, It's 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 quite hard to get into. It's up and down. But if you fancy something different and something off the beaten track, and you know if you are the kind of person who's open minded, then I I certainly think it's worth uh, checking out. Here's Legend. Maybe start with It Hates You and move on to the new album Heavy Fruit after that. Now, if you are old school. And you don't like Slipknot and stuff like that. Well, guess what? There's a bang out, there band out there called King Eight One O, King Eight Ten, and they are your new worst fucking band ever. Um, I look, I as I've said, I like Slipknot. I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm a Corn fan. I was there. Okay, I even like Limp Bizkit. Okay, yeah, hands up. Admittedly, if that now, if my opinion is now ruled out in your eyes, fine, whatever. Everyone's got to have a guilty pleasure. But King 810, do me a fucking favour. The album's called Memoirs of a Murder. Unfortunately, it isn't the murder of the main man in the band basically what you've got here is the press have gone mental over it uh the singers they're, they're from flint michigan detroit they're fucking they're gangsters they've got scars all over their bodies they basically the whole album is this guy going on about how much death he's seen how many bodies he's seen drop and he's going to like if you if you saw a body drop you wouldn't know what the fuck to do and that's like yes actually that's right i wouldn't know what to do because i haven't seen a body drop what the fuck is wrong with that dickhead Hey! Oh, I got lots of friends in here and they got no problem with killing you. Really, what nice friends you have. What classy fucking guys you hang out with, you fucking dick. I'm not quite sure what the point of the album is. All it is, it just goes on and on and on about how fucking hard he is, how much death he's seen and... And the vocals are so loud in the mix; it's so overproduced. And 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 the amazing thing is, is that when you peel all the lyrics away and you peel the the vocals away and the story and everything else, what you're left with is one of the most generic pieces of shitty new metal I have heard in a decade. It is so underwhelming; it is fucking ball-achingly underwhelming. Uh, and, and but seriously, put it on, have a listen. It's it's basically like just basically a vocal who's just told a load of guys to just play some stuff okay you just play some stuff i've got this i i, I got this i got this yeah it, it, I, i'll just do my thing over this right and i'll give you a nod when to stop it yeah absolute garbage so um yeah if if you're a fan of shit um king 81 is for you big time um so anyway, what else has been going on? Um, yeah, I just wanted—I've got—I've got a particular fucking problem with um, people who wear festival wristbands for months after they've been to the festival. You know, seriously, all you're doing there, yeah, is trying to display how cool you are on your wrist, look at the shit I went to see that you didn't and I, I have heard people say, oh well no, I, I've, I keep that wristband to remind me of that uh, of that festival because it was brilliant, it was one of the best gigs I've ever been to, if you need a piece of fucking shitty cloth wrapped around your wrist to remind you of one of the best gigs you've ever been to, fucking hell, have you got a name tag around your other wrist so you you remember your fucking name memory man. I just seriously, if you're listening to this and you're wearing those wristbands, see the light of day, get some scissors and cut them the fuck off. Do us all a favor, you fucking poncy twat. Um there we go, just uh, lost some listeners. <laughs> but you know, such is life. Um I I look, I've come up with an idea. I'm not sure how how good this is, right? But this is for us. This is for the talking bollocks community. This is for us guys okay what I want you to do or and what I'd like you to do please do or don't it's entirely up to you next time you're at a metal gig okay or any gig fuck that metal yeah if we're next time you're at any gig right at some point right I want you to shout at the top of your voice bollocks you know bollocks, like that that's just a, a quick example I don't know why I did that you you know how I shout um but right I just want you to shout bollocks right now if there is a talking bollocks listener in that gig if you hear someone shout bollocks right you have to shout bollocks back right top of your voice bollocks back if you're in a gig and you hear bollocks and you hear bollocks back yeah you have got to shout talking bollocks right and and there you go that the 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 triumvirate is is complete. Now, I, I, it, there is absolutely no reason to do this. It's just a laugh, all right? Um, I, I just think it's fucking stupid, basically. And that's essentially what I do for a living, being stupid. So, but in all seriousness, if you go to a gig and you do that, if someone shouts bollocks back, I would love to know. Tweet us facebookers whatever you you know where we're at you can find us you see the flaming mic there it is look up talking bollocks look up talking bollocks podcast you'll find us on fucking any site wherever um but that would be so cool that that would be just dead funny um now i've got some other stuff to talk to you about guys but i'm well aware that you're probably thinking fuck me come on shut up get into an interview and you're absolutely right because that's why you that i nearly said tune in again fuck me you old cunt um that's why you. Uh, that's why you download. That's why you stream. That's why you listen. So, um, uh, I got to interview my good friend Nigel Rocket at um, at the uh, the Islington show. Same time I interviewed uh, Artillery from last month. Uh, Cy Keeler's in the room at the uh, at the beginning, and uh, there's, as usual, it's not edited. You'll hear people coming out, coming out, coming in, and coming out. And uh, I'll uh, just to let you know now, you might um, uh, just after the, um, uh, there'll be a little sting. You probably want to turn the volume up a little bit for the interview. It is a little bit quiet, um, but uh, you know, uh, uh, apologies for that. I have boosted it a bit as much as I can um, w- without fucking the audio up so um, so you might want to turn it up a bit for the interview remember to turn it down towards the end um, you will know when the end's coming because you know I say oh you know do you want to cut it off there and uh, you probably want to turn it down again because otherwise the uh, you know the next thing is going to take your fucking ears out um, and by the way i uh, this month I have uh, blown a, uh, a load of money, well, 75 quid on a new portable um, mic for recording um, uh, for recording interviews in the future. So that should um, that should help in future. So I know it's taken me a while. I'm sorry about that, but things will improve. So anyway, here is my chat with um, uh, with Nige and for a little bit, sigh, from uh, my old mates, onslaught. Right, I'm um, uh, in, in the bowels of the uh, Islington Academy again. Um Hello. with my um uh longtime uh thrash cohort, peer, uh, leader, um uh, general in chief um Nige Rocket. Hello Nige.
1: Right, you're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> You've been kind to Nigel. And um, we'd like to uh, be kind so no, no one
0: else. Sai Keeler has just entered the room. Now I, I funnily enough, um he was just saying what a lovely guy you were. Don't 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 oh well, that's nice. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I just caught you by surprise. But don't, 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 boost anymore. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I think, um, I think it's only fair because I expect it in return. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh,
0: you know, you're not getting it from us. Lad. It's yeah. the two. It's a two-way street here. <laughs>
1: I'm still waiting to see you, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, I, um, I was supposed to do a gig, um, not far from Nigel's house, but apparently I got, I got moved by the promoter the day before and ended up. Gigging in um, Guildford instead of Bath, was
1: it? Mm. Yeah.
0: Sorry about that, Matt, but no. uh, I know shit happens. Guildford. Still sorry. Well, sorry <laughs> about that, but you know it will happen. Yeah. It will happen. Um, I've got. Um... I just do my best to avoid it. Oh, that's lovely. That is. Where, where, do, you, where, <laughs> where, do, where do you live? Oh, did I slip out? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Bristol. So you did right. So you are you are local then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to the fucking gig when I do it. Well, you've got
1: to arrange it first. Yeah, I know. you arrange can... it. Get me on the guest list and I'll be there. Yeah, and then
0: I've got to cancel it <laughs> at the last minute. Oh,
1: and, <laughs> and move it to Glasgow, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that, no problem. It's a bit like acid rain reforming, you know. No, you see, now you don't. Is it go on? No. Oh, they booked a gig. Oh, it's cancelled. Yeah, it's, uh, that's typical. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, uh, people always say, you know, when you're in a band, and people say, like, you know, you say you're in a band, they go, oh, you know, if you ever need a roadie (laughs) or or if you're really old, you remember when are you going to be on top of the pops, right? And um, and there was like that was that was oh oh and um, uh, if yeah if you if you've only got ever got any jobs going and there was like the three things that people say to you. But when you're a comedian, people just try and tell you jokes, and they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Don't people, worry, you're not getting jokes out of me. I'm shit at telling them. I, I know I'm shit at telling them. But it's like somebody. Come, it's like. Well, I, I'd imagine you, you, might, you might get it with guitarists, because singers don't go up to each other and go, yeah, I sing as well. Okay. <laughs> you know, but, but a guitarist will come up to you. Oh, the fuck, they do. <laughs> but, but a guitarist isn't going to come up to you and go, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got this riff. I uh, uh, wouldn't you know. be so sure about that <laughs> you ready? Oh really? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, well, I've had, had some things like that before
0: What, you've had some dodgy, uh, some, some weird, yeah, weird yeah, fans? You,
1: you always get the, uh, the old uh, guitarist who thinks he's like the best thing that ever happened to music like, Yeah, like
0: the local, the local guitarist Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, right. never
1: ever played a gig in his life but, uh, Stands at the back, Yeah, judges you Yeah, exactly, you get yeah. loads of them
0: brilliant it's nice to know some things that haven't died No, no. <laughs> that, that's proper old school that is um, So I, someone was telling me um, they're, a, um, they're a Liverpool fan we were talking about like when Liverpool won the FA Cup and, all that. and he was talking about the um, Liverpool Everton final in I think that would have been 89 right. um, and I remember exactly where I was that day I was at Junction 9 in Walsall with fucking you lot
1: <laughs> I was that there
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, that was and that was I, I think one of only two times we played together, wasn't it? Where
1: was the other one? Um, um, Manchester, Manchester International right. Zentrix. Uh, yeah, yeah, Zentrix opened, yeah. then it was us and, that's right, yeah. and then it was you lot. Yeah. Was that well, the was night there was the ceiling started to come down? <laughs> if I remember
0: correctly. Yes, yeah. The ceiling started to come down, so we decided to Pull give it. it a helping <laughs> hand. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember loads of bare wires hanging down when we're yeah yeah I, I wonder if that's why we never played with you again no <laughs> no that
0: was um, yeah that was that was fucking nice going back so many years isn't it yeah. really is but um, so anyway look the way things are at the moment <coughs> it's it's just like you're going from strength to strength I mean you seem to be more popular now than you've ever been I'm trying mate I'm trying <laughs> but didn't I mean you, you must be I mean like the size of gigs
1: you're doing and yeah, stuff like that but I know but it, you, it's just yes you've got to work out I mean we, we've been back now eight years nine years so I mean that's longer than the first time around good point so we're, we're probably more established now as you said obviously at the sanity period we were playing theatres then but it's a kind of a whole different thing now yeah and we're travelling the world and playing Hundreds of people everywhere across the world. Just South America this time. We've seen the audiences step right up again from previous runs we did over there.
0: Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't
1: it? And it's this just building and building again. We but we're putting out regular material and, yeah. and playing lots of shows. So it's the only way you can keep your name out. Because the magazines don't work like they used to. As yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's it's a different world, isn't it?
1: the thing is with, with the magazines they'll um, they only give you features and in interviews if you're heavily advertising yeah completely wrong yeah. but that's the way they work because obviously their sales are being affected by everything online now so they they need the revenue in to keep going themselves yeah so they'll and only feature the bands who pay the money
0: so yeah so advertisers don't want to advertise um, no one wants to pay for anything basically. no
1: basically no they don't
0: That's the fault. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, I've said many times that people expecting your music for free Mm. is, um, you know, about say "Oh, yeah, I'm a a fan of your band," but um, you know, no, I I expect the album for free. You're basically telling, you're basically saying to
1: that band who you apparently like that their music is worthless. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think I really don't think that people understand or realise what time and effort goes into making a record and writing a song they really can't they must think you just go in a rear and knock a song up and then record it like
0: yeah and it's it, it's the thing is it's um, it's a kind of if we don't if you don't address it if it doesn't if there's an, we don't find some way of people you know actually being able to make a living out of it Yeah. it, it is just going to become live performances are
1: certainly going yeah. to become but then, in the past that's getting tougher as well because the promoters now are starting to realise that bands are relying on playing lives. So they're they're taking advantage themselves.
0: Yeah, I've heard stories of I've heard stories of, um, heard stories of uh, playing big festivals and just the the like minuscule sort of um, fees that they pay. Mm, and so basically they say, well, do you want to play in front of 100,000 people exactly. or not? Yeah, exactly. because they, they
1: hold all the aces. So fuck you. I mean, some the, I heard something really bad yesterday, that some festivals now are charging bands to play on the main stage. <laughs> it's Jesus! Like whatever next? Well, it's it's, it's conning the fans in a way because if you get some band, it's got rich parents, for example. Like, oh, we'll pay ten grand to play on the main stage. Does anybody really want to see them? Yeah. Maybe, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But they haven't earned that place on that stage yet. Yeah. It's it's really wrong. And then. Um,
0: yeah, me uh, it it just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense because it, it's just not a. It's not a business model anymore. Right. What? Can I put in a second?
1: Yeah, of course you can. Did you put Jay on the guest list? Oh no. Can you? This is um. Sign Where
0: then? is the guest list? At the desk. At the, the desk. Socks.
1: Then let you write it in there. Okay. Let like you about it.
0: That's a, that's a perfect that's a perfect example of uh, how we can discuss your two jobs on this tour, because <laughs> this just follows on from what we were talking about about like there being no money yeah. around and stuff like yeah. that. So and your your tour managing. And playing guitar in yeah. the band. I mean, that's fucking. For people listening who. Just imagine, right? It's basically. If you've ever been a best man at a wedding, right? It's that for the same amount of people for 30 days in a row. <laughs> so that is what Nigel's taken on. And that's. This is just fucking mental.
1: No, I mean, I can't focus on the show to, to literally 15 minutes before we go on stage. And I get, yeah. get a break for a sound check, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> if Sound Check's good today it was terrible. But um, yeah. I mean I'm responsible for all the guys on the bus basically. Yeah. Getting them fed, getting them watered, and getting them clean and getting them made to be and it's, Yeah. It's and then there's nice.
0: there's the everyday maintenance of yeah, of, of um, the bus as well and it's like if for instance somebody who is like leaving their socks out and it's annoying other people or whatever. It's <laughs> like, it, it comes down the oh, line. Yeah, if yeah, people yeah. don't know, want to talk cool. directly about it, so yeah. it comes down the line to you, doesn't it?
1: It's, it's tough being in a band because in doing that and being a band member, because I've got to deal with the, the venue managers as well. And that's not an idea. If there's a, if there's a problem or an issue that I've got on argue, it's not really good because I know anything. well oh, in Vermont's sort was the right. What are and then it, it tarnishes the band's name. Then if it's a manager or a tour manager, this it's a completely different one. But yeah. At the moment. It's just you. <clears throat> yeah. Fuck. I'm Luckily um, I've I've only had one dodgy moment on this tour and that was it was alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that. But Yeah, what can you do? Most of them have been have been pretty good and pretty understanding because I've explained why I'm doing it and what i am doing it pretty good. Helping you along, Yeah, you appreciate I appreciate mean, that. Yeah, I mean, luckily I've been in touch with the, the actual guy who runs the whole O2 thing. And he, right. he's been an absolute diamond. Right, so. Any Diamonds. problems, he, I just phoned him up and he sorted it for me straight away, which he has done, because there was a problem. We didn't get paid in Sheffield the other night. We loaded out and went to get back in the money. Doors were locked and the guy had gone. <laughs> Great. So I just phoned him up. He phoned Bristol the next day to pay them the money from last night. We got paid oh, that's awesome, and it was just simple one. It was easy yeah, it's just things like that. It's like oh,
0: f- you just don't fucking me re- because the thing is you you know you you you've got to go fucking your head's, your head's hitting the pillow with all that yeah, shit, isn't yeah. it yeah, so it's like trying to switch off from that, yeah
1: when it's bed to bed, it's free every night,
0: and then up again it's seven <coughs> so that's uh yeah good good four hours, well, you know Margaret Thatcher run the run, run the country on six hours sleep, mate, so yeah. come on, you know <laughs> <laughs> wow well. Oh <laughs> uh, fucking hell. Um, but it, it, I mean, you are on the road. It would seem, it seems to somebody who's not in the band, but you're, you're on the road a lot. I mean, I just see onslaught yeah. of dates from every corner of the fucking
1: world. At the no, as, as you touched earlier, I mean, that's, that's the way we're, we're raising our profile and, and taking the band up levels again. It's the only way to do it. Your name's constantly out there. If you're playing good shows, people, word gets around and people want to come and see you. So yeah. I mean, this tour in particular was a big, really big gamble. Being midsummer, where all the festivals are, on, people are on holiday, kids have just finished school. And the attendance have been really good. Yeah. We were expecting a few hagglers, like. But, um, well,
0: because you've, because you, of course, yeah, One yeah, of one of one of the main draws on the bill, of course, was Patriot, and mm. that we all know am There. Yeah. And it's like you, you can't legislate for these things, no, can no, you?
1: No, not at all. But. Uh, we move on and it's been fine. Good. No, nobody's even mentioned their name when we've been on the tour so. <laughs> Right, alright, yeah, you have the first, first one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's not. <laughs> Sorry about that, Nice. No. Uh, well, only because only I was looking yeah, forward yeah. to seeing Steve. I've seen him for 20 right, years. Yeah. But uh, there you go, shit happens for
0: him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the business, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure we'll see him we'll soon.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: like I said earlier, you know, that's that, ex- that extra support has got to be yours. Yeah, I'll will yeah. campaign for it. I'll start an online campaign yeah, come on. <laughs> on the podcast, on the on the uh, on the After Rain page, on All About the Rock. Yeah. We'll just see. Yeah, we'll start a campaign for you. Uh, yeah, co-headliner, obviously. Yeah. Of course. You know? <laughs> yeah, in the UK, yeah. happy to support
1: in Europe and around the states, maybe. But you know, uh, there's not a lot of difference in Europe actually. They're playing all the same size shows and really much as us in Europe. Yeah, obviously again some bigger festival slots, but club wise it's pretty much. On a par, obviously America's different,
0: but yeah, but again, that's
1: that's testimony to the work you've been putting yeah. in. Yeah, you know. we, we've worked hard in your, the last four years. We've got some good agents on board and got a lot of good shows, so we've we've really been picking up over there. Yeah, well, I've I've noticed um, uh, just through activity
0: on the Acid Rain page, be, you get com- you get comments from people because obviously we're always people are always talking about like the UK thrash yeah. scene and. Might be saying, you know, asking us if, if we're going to perform, which occasionally comes up, or stuff like that. And, and then, you know, we always, we're always having debates on there about thrash and who's out there and, you know, and all the rest of it. And your name's, you know, always always getting mentioned. But what I noticed was it's getting mentioned further and further afield. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, people, you know, sort of pigeon English postings. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the onslaughts are the best, you know, it's like. <laughs> No, you're wrong, Dilly. <laughs> uh, uh, get off our fucking page. <laughs> <laughs> the answer's actually right, um, but um, but no, seriously, genuinely, you, you know, I've seen it. Yeah. You can see it grow from the outside as well. Yeah. Um, how, I mean, is it a ten-year plan? I mean, how long do you think it's?
1: It, you know, yeah, I've always said, can't write an album <coughs> better than the last one. That'd be it. So, album by album, really. So, in other words,
0: you're just basically you're going to keep. Raising the bar until you have forced yourself into retirement.
1: Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. Or, or until we can't cut it on stage. That's. I mean, thrash band, you know what it's like, mate. You were in oh, the band yeah. and you had fucking tons of energy, didn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't have so much now. No, but I mean, Yeah. if we ever get to that point where we can't compete with a younger band, there's no point. I, yeah. see, I don't want to go out and be like a half ass band on stage like who, who people start saying, oh, they should pack it in now and so the energy's gone or anything like that, so... Yeah, no, it's, it's couple of the fact is, like, you've got to keep making good music and keep the energy, or we'll stop. And you've got to have the things that you can't legislate for. Is you've got to keep the hunger. Yeah, because
0: that can disappear overnight. Yeah, I guess it. so. But um, you know? well, put it this way: if you if you tour, manage two or three more tours. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get the release of the show, but that's about it. Yeah. Well,
0: you we we said earlier, yeah, that your hour and a half off a, a night is when you're
1: on stage. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna take a bit of time. I'm not gonna load out tonight. <laughs> Cause usually we're loading out as well. And that's like so, so you So you haven't got, you haven't got uh, a big,
0: so you haven't got, so you've got house crew, you bring your own crew or yeah, are, you, got, um, are you crewing yourselves? have got one,
1: one crew guy basically. Right. Um, the lighting guys are basically chipping in with everything. We've got two lighting guys with us and the Indian guys, demonic resurrection fucking amazing. They just, they get it. They got, they've obviously come ready to crew. Like they've got their gloves on they're out and they, they move everything. Say quickly that's brilliant absolutely oh, brilliant. brilliant and these these guys are the biggest metal band in india Fucking obviously hell, really. it's a bit different from here but they ain't scared of pitching in with the work lovely guys as well
0: that's yeah, so a and that's again when you've got your mates artillery i was talking to michael earlier yeah yeah and mm-hmm. um yeah he was he was saying that um it's been great playing with you guys yes. and, uh, and that you and that you rang him up and said oh we're doing this tour do you, know, do you want to come and do it yeah which is
1: like, so cool to hear it's just yeah, like it's, a, it's good the fans really like the package i mean miles apart in terms of the style of music we play obviously both thrash but yeah different ends of the yeah, thrash scale completely. yeah and, it, and the fans like it because you get two radically different bands it's not like going to see i do two bands it's saying yeah two bay area bands together or something you know you're going to get pretty much the same thing aren't you but yeah yeah it's two ends of the spectrum
0: but, the, but I think that's that is definitely what I mean a, a kind of a, a way of putting be, putting bills together that's just going to fill holes yeah you know? and I mean I, I know when I was um, we had an agent approach Ashley Rain um, who I had a meeting with about six nine months ago and he was saying, like, get you out on a tour. And he said, but you need, but we'd need to get, um, you yeah. know, you need a younger support band. Yeah. You need an old school band as well. And we've got, you've got to try and to cover as many bases yeah. as possible
1: to get in as many people through the doors as you can. I mean, it's showed since we teamed up. And we were going to America and Brazil together. We went to South America earlier this year together. And the audiences have tripled Like, yeah, Putting the two bands together. You're not only double the audience, you're, you're making it even more. Because it's attractive for the fans. And it's basically the same price ticket, more or less.
0: It's, and the, th- the weird thing is, it's a, it, I, I had this conversation with Michael actually, it, it's like, if you make the effort to go there, they'll reward yeah. you by turning up in yeah. their thousands. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and the kind of bill that, we, that people in Europe are just used to seeing and take totally for granted, yeah. they're coming out for in, uh, in their droves, yeah, yeah. Yeah. because nobody does it down there. Right. It's such a shame. It really is. Right, that's it. Getting the band back together, moving to Brazil. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, I, um, we're we're, we're going to keep going, by the way. That wasn't me saying my oh, right. <laughs> <I> said, <"Let's laughs> I'd, I'd be
1: gone, mate, if I could. <laughs> Colombia, I'd be there. Yeah. I'd go and live there. It's an amazing place.
0: Yeah, oh, I, 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 well, I've, I've just been watching documentaries on Brazil since the World Cup. Mm. And um, so, yeah, it just looks an amazing place. Yeah, but cute. a fucking insane at the same time,
1: Rio. Oh, okay. so, uh, I, a lot of it's hyped again. Uh, same as Colombia. Everybody thinks Colombia is the most dangerous place in the world with all these mad crazy places with guns and drugs everywhere. And guess- it is. Yeah, no, no. Oh, really? <laughs> no. No, no, all right. But, I mean, it's just, it's just a normal nice place. Like.
0: Well, I, I watched one or two sensationalist documentaries, but it's all one saying about, um, that, you know, the favelas in Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the biggest one is three, it, it, there's 350,000 people live in the favela in yeah, yeah. the slum yeah, that's yeah. one part of town yeah. and it is literally houses you know oh, yeah. built by cages it's incredible when you
1: see them it's unbelievable it, it must be fucking yeah. i
0: mean i am just seeing it on the telly is amazing yeah, like,
1: they're built on mountains that are like that some of them god knows how they stay there
0: it's and, incredible and and it's like well yeah how do you police that hmm. badly
1: do they police it themselves so yeah. they just don't go in there after yeah. the time
0: yeah so when were you, when were you down there
1: um, we've been to Brazil three times now. South America, this, will, this will be our fourth South American tour when we go December. That is spreading the word. Yeah, last January, February we're this year, last time. We have Peru, um, Bolivia, Colombia, yeah. a few other places. Nice. So, um,
0: ever thought of taking the, uh, the Insanity Days on tour as a support band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: fly them over to Ukraine. <laughs>
0: uh, is, is everybody into I mean the, the, one of the most important things about being able to do what you've done and continue to do it yeah. is everybody f- facing in the right direction
1: everybody on board and wanting to yeah do I it might, and I'd do it hard. So. and it's got to be to a certain extent there's always going to be little things that can be awkward because um, obviously people have got to make a living but um, we cover enough money when we go away but you still got to keep your homework going. No? You might. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, it, but you know,
0: like you said to be a fourth South American tour, you know, you'd be, yeah. you'd be putting in the hours, you put this in is, the, this is the
1: longest tour coming up. And we, we would have ever done, um, I think it's eight or nine weeks. Shit.
0: That is, that is a fucking yeah. proper tour. That's, that
1: is the kind of tour that you read about someone else doing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be tough, but um, so that's the whole of the States and South America. Yeah. Uh, and we'd, I think we're doing about 10 shows in Canada as well. Are you, are you headlining? Yeah.
0: How fucking cool is that? Very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's artillery. But I mean, that is, uh, but of that, of that is like, but that is fucking yeah, cool, I mean, isn't the, the, it? The, that is the,
1: just. The guys the tour really quick. The album's gone. Say what, we were in the, in the CMJ charts, which is the college radio charts, which is massive in America. We're in the top 10 of all the music in CMJ for four weeks. Fuck we were actually outselling the Black Album for four weeks which still sells massively for some reason I don't know what yeah. but we outsold that for four weeks in the States which was
0: so for four weeks you were bigger than Metallica yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, one, one, one album <laughs> yeah.
1: so anyway. Glastonbury next year then yeah I wouldn't say no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they the battle ask okay. I think yeah. they'll try and put more metal on after that I think they'll put stick the old band and they're not going to put big ones on but I think they might sneak a few on the smaller stages somewhere
0: yeah well I think when they um, uh, I think, um, firstly, the amount of shit Metallica have taken for doing it's just pathetic. It's just like... Yeah, it's got their name everywhere again, it? Oh, yeah, but I just think... It, I, but I mean, like, met, I mean Metal is giving them shit uh, well, for doing I mean, it. Do you know what I mean? Genesee it's just like... It? Yeah, exactly. So you know, Do you see? It was fucking awful. They were embarrassment. Um, they were headlining Glastonbury, and yeah. you were
1: standing in your front room fucking watching it. Exactly. So who's the winner here? Yeah, yeah. It's probably just taken them to another level again now. Yeah. A level we didn't even knew existed. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's bizarre.
0: It is, it is, and um, you know, depressingly so because fuck knows where, you know, where the next yeah well, you know, amazing magical act like that's coming from.
1: There isn't one, is there? There never will be. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not possible anymore. No.
0: Well, is that there, well? There's no there's this is quite simply no money in it it's not no, a, it's right. not a sustainable business model no. Is the uh is the phrase the bank manager no, will tell you when you
1: go in for another loan that's what they've been isn't it? they've been the, the best marketing machine ever in in music i like think. music yeah but like i said they're, they're in the money for these people now to, to spend that time and money in the marketing because it's not there for them to regain it back
0: yeah yeah well it's just no I, the, the music industry is is one of the industries uh, you know, a lot have been impacted by the internet, but none more than the music industry, which is which basically saw its main revenue stream yeah. virtually disappear. Yeah, and, and and no industry can, no. can take that. Well, the irony is that the labels could have bought Napster and 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 done it themselves. Yeah. And the reason they didn't buy Napster was that they thought that it, why would we buy that? Because by doing that, it will reduce our margin. And funnily enough. All these years later, where's your fucking margin now?
1: Yeah.
0: If somebody had had the foresight back then to go...
1: Yeah, surprising they didn't see it coming, really.
0: Well, because it was a lot of uh, middle-aged yeah. men that's, that's in it. office blocks. Yeah. People who knew what was going on down on the street, don't, no one gets listened to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just decisions made by um, rich old businessmen on yeah, golf courses I mean. yeah. about whether they should buy Napster or not. Yeah. You know, give me a fucking break. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, yeah, the death of the music
1: business. Not long, mate. Not far off.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. I can see you getting uh, you getting yeah. a little bit antsy <laughs> there. Do you want to get cracking, mate. All right. Well, I really appreciate the. I uh, really appreciate your time. Um, Pleasure, mate. It's been it's been awesome. And um, I, I won't I won't cancel. Well, I didn't cancel. I just got moved to a different town. Yeah. But um, yeah, we will um, we'll look at when I uh Excellent. And, and maybe um, and maybe Fasted Rain ever get back together? We'll join you on the tour. Well, a tour. Oh, definitely. Be a laugh. and us.
1: Jeff was saying. Ask H. I said, oh, look, I know they're not back together yet, so there's no point. But. Well watch this
0: space. It's nice to know the invitations always yeah, there. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, cool. It'll be a pleasure. Nice one. Alright, mate. Take care. See you Bye. later. So there you go. Um that was my interview with uh with nige Um really cool uh, to see them as it as it always is. Um really good catching up. Um and as you heard there, you know, it's 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 a fucking it's a hard fucking life on the road, believe you. Believe you and me. Um and uh nige was just fucking putting in so much work on that tour it's um it's unbelievable um and uh, and sai and jeff and all the guys i mean they're just they're just like you know thoroughly really cool guys and um it was just funny at the end they're saying like oh you know if we ever get back together we'll um uh, we'll play with you and, and like Nigel's face just sort of lit up and we're like oh yeah you know that that'd be awesome um and who knows who knows maybe one day that'll happen who can say so um uh, anyway, um moving on. Um there was um I I have got a point to raise about iTunes. If you if you're if you're listening to this through iTunes, if you subscribe via iTunes, um Richard uh, Richard Austin um uh tweeted us this uh, this month he was having problems with the podcast. Um I have to tell you if you have problems downloading any episodes of the podcast and if they come down and it's not the right one or for some reason it won't it won't download, um the bad news is uh, that apple are cunts um there is a f- th- there is a known fault in itunes with podcasts and uh, this happens. Um, and Richard wasn't the first person. He's not the first person to get in touch. I'm sure he won't be the last. But I just wanted to give you all a heads up, in case you didn't know, that Apple are cunts. But the other heads up I wanted to give you was that um, if you go to the Apple forums and look for um, for a fix, um, that's no problem. Or you can uh, you can tweet me, and I will retweet you to um, to Craig of All About The Rock. If you tweet All About The Rock, um, I think Craig has a link there uh, that he can send you that will take you straight. It's a pain in the ass, by the way. It's not a simple fix. I mean, it really is almost like, you know, fucking starting all over again with this particular podcast. But um, it's it, unfortunately, they know about it. They haven't fixed it. Fancy that. Apple having a known fault and not fixing it. Yeah. What a sack of shit that company is. Oh, and the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus pile of shit, wow, so far behind phones that are already out, it's unbelievable, it's un-fucking believable, they've been waiting all this time to release a new phone, and half the shit that most premium smartphones have, it doesn't have, absolute load of cock, but anyway, uh, that was, you know, that, that's not really relevant, welcome to tuning in to Talking Bollocks, here we like to criticise uh, technology and gadgets. Not really, but that, you know how I hate Apple. That just fucking came from the heart, so you know, sorry about that. But I did want to mention the that that fault in iTunes. Um, moving straight on from shit products to shit products, um, looking at getting some talking bollocks T-shirts done not sure if this is a good idea not sure if you guys actually give a shit or or, or would you know certainly w- whether you would wear one is is one question whether you'd buy one ha, that's another question altogether um if look if any of you were were interested in the least in talking bollocks t-shirts will you give me a shout um surely uh, just to let me know if that if if, if it's a thing um, I might just keep them um, and, and not even sell them and just bung them out free occasionally when someone sends in a, a cool tweet or a cool Facebook post or something like that. I, I, I honestly don't know. I'm kind of, you know, I'm asking the Talking Bollocks community, the uh, bollockers, as uh, as you were once known. Um, and, uh, you know, you can be called that again. I don't know. I don't, don't really care. It's, it's, it's your show as much as it is mine. It's not, is it? Let's face it. I mean, people say that, don't they? It's your show as much as it is ours. Well, it's not really, is it? Because I'm on it and no one else. So, you know, anyway, uh, as usual, tangent fans there's yet another one um, uh, yeah let me know let me know if t- if shirts are something that you'd be interested in, just thinking of having talking a bo- black shirt in white across the front, talking bollocks established 2014 um, underneath on the back, um, just I love talking bollocks in big letters, which it just appeals to me and makes me laugh um, and I'll try and get the flaming microphone in there if I can, uh, that, that means more colors, which means more cost. So that might not be in it. So it might just have to be like a little white microphone or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, if, if I've got any by, um, uh, if I get any made, I'll, I'll stick some pictures up and you can all not look at them because none of you can be bothered to follow us on Twitter <laughs> or Facebook, which is absolutely fine. That is your choice. That's your decision, but we are on all of those. So, you know, if you want to join in, then please do. Um, uh, and I mentioned all about the rock earlier, and this ties in uh, nicely with um, a really cool interview um, on all about the rock with a guy called Matt Denny. Um, this is a really, really cool, positive, inspiring story. Um, Matt, who, who's got his own health issues um, and, and has been a not a not a well uh, man in the in the course of the last year, eighteen months. Um, but what he's managed to pull off was he managed to pull off financing. And tour managing a Mordred tour of the UK. Hey, Mordred, everybody, Uh uh-huh, remember that, yeah? Fucking way ahead of their time. Thrash with a fucking DJ and full-on funky shit going on that was way ahead of its time. And believe you me, you listen back to that stuff, it's still fucking excellent. Hence, um... I went along, um I went along to the gig, did an interview for with Mordred, which is going to be coming up in the coming months, which was a great interview, really cool guys, I say oh, well, it was a great interview, I mean, they were good, you know, I was my usual you know wanker self, but yeah it it was really cool and um and Matt organized it all for me, which was absolutely sound uh, he's a he's an old um he 's an old square dancer, a lover of the apple court, or an acid rain fan as they 're otherwise known from back in the day, so I took him a copy of the um the, uh, the Apple Core archives along folks. Available everywhere for just £11.50. Or if you're in Europe, it's €15. Euros. And if you're in the States, you're fucked, because they're not on sale there. Um, well, yeah, they are. You can just go on fucking eBay or something like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I met Matt and uh, he sorted it all out for me. And it's, it's a great story. He literally, a big fan of Mordred, chatted with his mate one night and they said, well, let's get in touch. So they, they'd they see on Facebook they could get in touch, got in touch with him, said, do you want to come back to the UK? They said, w- w- you know, what would it take? And they said, money. And they said, right, let's try and get some money together. Um, fast forward 12 months, uh, a bit of crowdfunding, um, a, a cool promote, you know, some cool promotion, Um, And and it happened And what a gig Absolutely superb I'm not going to go on About it too much here Because there's going to be An episode where Obviously I do The Mordred interview But um, it was rocking It was my favourite Gig of the year so far To see uh, To see a bunch of Old guys Like you know Like you know A bunch of guys My age Um, just going back and and just turning back the years, man, turning back the years. It was fucking awesome. It really was. Um, so, um, and it's a really cool interview with Matt. It's, and and it's really worth a read over on all about the rock and, and, and catch up with Mordred if you can. There's a new single, the Baroness that's out for free download. There's another link that I'll put up if any of you are interested. Um, in fact, you know, just just get in touch. But I I will put that link up. It's really cool. It's worth checking out. Um, and and the interview's cool, and everybody, you know, it's, it's just all really cool. Um, a, a couple more, a couple more thanks, Dave Highland, thank you, Steve Smith, thank you, uh, Jacob of Jake's Inferno, thank you, you three guys. You know why I'm thanking you. Thank you very much for your support, for your feedback. Um, what was really funny was uh, Dave Highland actually sent me a, a message saying, look, I've done a review of the show on um, on iTunes. But for some reason, it's only showing on iTunes Australia. Yet more evidence that Apple are cunts. That's all I'm saying. Um, and so he said, he says, I'm not sure if you fucking give a shit, but here's the uh, here's the uh, review I wrote. So thank you very much, Dave. I do appreciate it. And And I think I might actually have to stop. Going on about you guys not reviewing it and not giving it, you know, however many stars you think is appropriate on iTunes, because I've looked at other podcasts and I think there's most other podcasts are only getting a maximum of three reviews. I'm not sure if they're, I'm not sure if they're deliberately um, restricted. I mean, when you got cunts like Apple running the show, it's bound to happen. Um, but seriously, in, in all seriousness, um, uh, by the way, l- love to everybody at Apple. Please don't take my podcast down. <laughs> um, um iphone 6 wow it's amazing Woo, it's like i've traveled forward in time incredible um uh wireless charging anyone um so anyway um uh, yeah it, it, it thank you very much dave um everybody out there if you can if you've got the time if you're on itunes Give us some stars. Write a little review. I'm not. If you're passing, yeah, don't make a special visit to iTunes like you would. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if you just happen to be there, yeah, check it out and and, and give us some uh, give us some feedback. That would be cool. Again, positive, negative, it's all feedback. Um. So um. Uh, what, what else we've we been up to? Um. I uh, yeah. I I had an endoscopy a couple of weeks. Uh, well, no, about a week ago. Um. For those of you wondering what an endoscopy is, I went to see my doctor and said like, I'd just had a couple of, you know, really bad stomach aches temporary uh, temporary what kind of fucking pronunciation is that sounds like tipperary. temporary um sort of really bad pains and uh, i mentioned it to my doctor and he was like well you know at your age it's worth sticking a camera down there and, and having a look and i was like oh great i'm at that age am i i'm at that age that every time you go to the doctor and say oh there's this yeah let's fucking stick a camera there you know oh you know i was just i was just a bit of a pain in my leg yeah let's shove a camera up your ass what hey you know, oh, I've got a, I've got a nosebleed. Let's shove a camera up it. No, it's all right, I've got an earache. Let's shove a camera down there. No. So yeah, um, endoscopy, camera down the throat. Um, that's that's fun. Um, yeah, for anybody listening who's had one, yeah, that, that sucks, doesn't it? I had the old throat spray. You can have a little bit of a... Um, you can have a bit of a kip. They can put you um, they can put you to sleep for a bit. But I was fucking rock and metal. And I went, fucking no way, man. I want the fucking metal throat spray. I want to be awake through this. I want to be able to see my guts on the screen because I'm fucking metal! Um, I obviously didn't do any of that. Um, but I thought it, <laughs> so it counts, right? Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, it turns out I'm fine. I tell you what, I look a lot fucking healthier on, on the inside than I do on the outside. Definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, um, that's just me waffling. Um, did have a little bit of what is known as banter, a little bit of a chat, um, on online this month with Ollie Sykes from, um, uh, Oh God, that's really embarrassing, isn't it? (laughs) Fucking, totally, totally forgetting the name. But actually, do you know what? I I think um, what I've done is I've 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 put the um, acronym of the band on um, uh, on my notes for the show. And I don't actually understand the acronym because <laughs> I've written the wrong one like a prick. Um, but the band I actually mean is Bring Me The Horizon. Uh, from Sheffield, so, um, so Ollie is a fellow Yorkshireman, a, fairly, uh, a fellow opinionated twat, like myself. It's not a, not a criticism, not a criticism at all. I like twats, twats are cool. Uh, fucking 8,000 people subscribing into listening to this twat every month, so, you know, thank you. Wow, I managed not to say tuning in. Nice going, Howard. Um, So, uh, so yeah, you know, um, uh, we had a little yeah, we just knocking about, having a little bit of a chat over. um over a, over a forum. Uh, never actually got round um, to, to talking about uh, the podcast. Story. He basically doesn't know who I am because I was under a, a pseudonym that I use. And I'm not telling you what that is because that's the one I use to really fucking stir shit up. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, cool guy. And um, yeah, loudmouth twat like myself. Uh, it's nice to see him keeping the tradition of loudmouth twats fronting um, bands from Yorkshire. Although comparing Acid Rain with... Um, Uh, bring me the horizon is a bit like comparing um or i don't know let's say who's who's a really small band well no it's a bit like comparing acid rain with fucking rush or something well no bring me the horizon aren't that big but let's face it you know basically bring me the horizon very successful band acid rain not so much certainly not anymore um and um I, i've been having an inter- interesting uh, discussion with owen fitzgerald on um, on the youtube page so you know you can always um, you know um shout at me on uh, on youtube if you want and um and he uh, he was basically saying um that it, it, uh, i i won't say I won't, I won't say go too much into the discussion we were having but basically he gave a band his honest opinion um of their latest album and a particular performance on it and that it wasn't as good as the previous album. And basically, uh, that the band were, were none too sort of complimentary back. And he was complaining, basically saying, well, fucking hell, you know, you should take the roughs with the smooth, you know, do you just like ask kisses or whatever? But the thing, the thing is, it's a, it's a difficult one because it, this band, right, they've put loads of albums out, but basically they're, they're not making any money being in the band. They've all got jobs. They, they do it purely for the love of it. And, and when you do that, uh, and people come up and just and give you negative shit. It's like, well, I don't know why why would you do that? Why would you do that to my face? But even more why would you not think that I'm going to I'm going to respond to that negatively myself? I mean, you know, you get you get all of that shit all the time on the internet. Everyone's got an opinion. Everybody wants to fucking have their say. If they want to slag your band off, they want to slag your band off. But but just in case anyone's listening to this who just like me, just gobs off a lot and, you know, types their opinion a lot. <coughs> Sorry guys. Um if you type your you know opinions if you're a bit of a keyboard warrior, Owen, I'm not saying you are by any stretch of the imagination. This is this is not directed at you. But if you are if, if you are gonna get a little bit of a shock, the um the opinions that you type out on a computer. If you say those to a band's faces, yeah. Um, You haven't got the luxury of it being a public forum whereby the band aren't going to come back at you hard because everyone's going to see that and go like, oh, wow, you know, that's that's a bit cunty, which it is online. But face-to-face... If you're gonna go up and say something say something to somebody and it's non too complimentary or it's you know or whatever, don't be surprised if they come back at you and when you haven't got the backup of the rest of the internet and that has a forum behind you, if they don't come back at you and say, Hey, you're entitled to your opinion, you're a cunt and you're wrong, and fuck you, but you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Don't be surprised if that happens. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong, whatever. I'm just saying that ultimately if, if you feel like you have the right to voice your opinion to, to people face to face, be prepared. And, and let's, be, let's be honest, if you are giving your honest, genuine, heartfelt opinion, don't be surprised if they give theirs back. OK, it's, you know, it, that is to be expected. Don't think that you can just give your honest opinion. And somehow, because they're in a band, they have to mute their response to you or they 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 have to be diplomats about it. They don't have to be. They can fucking tell you exactly where to get off. It's entirely up to them or not, as the case may be. Who knows? But um, anyway, moving swiftly on. Well, I don't know about swiftly. <laughs> we're way we're deep, deep, deep into the depths of the podcast. Um, and here we, we're we now uh, approaching um very cool interview, even though I say so myself, with the one and only Cory Clark of fucking everything, yeah? I mean... Just everything you're going to hear about it all. I'm not. I'm not going to go on and on. But you know, you know him from Warrior Soul. There's a new Warrior Soul album um, coming out. We're going to we're going to discuss that. You'll get the release date and everything else. Um, do uh, go onto the net. You can find um, Cory on on Facebook. It, uh, it's facebook.com forward slash Cory Clark. Clark is uh, got an e on the end. Search him. You'll find him on Facebook. Um, now uh, they're doing a London show um, on October the 18th 18th in Islington, if you're around, right, this is fucking unbelievable. Only Curry Clark would come up with this, right? Um,. Basically, he's driving around in a bus that is basically like a bar with wheels on. And uh, for four hours before the show, there's two seats left in that bus. They're going for £95 each. So if you want to <laughs> have the experience of a lifetime uh, and roll around with Corey prior to that gig, it's, uh, you book your, book your tickets. You can email him, um, Corey Rocks Art, which is K O R Y R O X A R T at gmail.com so you can get hold of um of coroner and uh, and get your place on the bus um uh, this interview was um scheduled to be the day before and fuckhead here with a head full of cold medicine you i mean you've heard what it's done to me i mean listen i'm even more fucking more of an idiot than usual um basically i thought he was in la And so I thought the time difference was seven hours. He's actually in Portugal, and the time difference was an hour. So when we were supposed to do the interview at three o'clock in the afternoon, um, four o'clock our time, um, uh, they were sat around waiting for me to get in touch. And then I sat on Skype at 10 o'clock at night, trying to get in touch with him. Um, So yeah, like it's a total head fuzz. And then we nearly missed each other yesterday, I, I was online they were and they got stuck in traffic, but we managed to do it. Um, the interview started um, started, but we stopped it because I was having technical problems down this end. Um, but so the bit you missed was Corey um, making himself some caipirinhas, I'll put some recipes of caipirinhas, If that's what it takes for you guys to fucking interact with the show, I'll tweet you a caipirinha message, uh, a message in um, recipe. I will post caipirinha fucking recipes on the Facebook page if that's what it takes, you motherfuckers. Or if you want to know, just get in touch and I'll fucking tell you. You'll hear. Uh, um, but Corey and I had a really, really cool uh, chat about caipirinhas, They're one of my favourite drinks as well um so he was making up a batch of those because they have been working hard um but i had i had to lose that whole portion of the interview because um of the fuck up this end uh he was incredibly quiet but then it all kind of got hooked up and what you're about to hear is as usual the whole interview unedited you'll hear his um lovely manager january uh thanks january for sorting all this out it was absolutely great Apologies again for letting you down. First time, you're going to hear. Um, it's just. It's you know. There's there's no one like there's no one like Corey Clark and people who know people who know him and know his work know exactly what I mean. Um, it's it, you know. I, I really enjoyed it. He's he's a lovely guy. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him in Islington um, uh, and hook it up. Get down to that show, guys, because it's going to be awesome. Fuck shoveler on as well. I mean, you know. No, it's just a day made in heaven for me. But um, yeah, it, as you'll hear, you know, it, we a really, really good chat. Um, we are going to mention a few things um, in the interview, and and I will pick up on those afterwards um, and and put you in, point you in the right direction of of stuff. Um, so anyway, here is my interview from yesterday. So uh, I'm full of cold in the interview as well. No break from this, sounding like I'm being fucking having bananas shoved up my nose but um whatever um have a listen this is as uh, uh, me Cory Clark having a chat yesterday the the story is i'm um uh i was in a i was in a thrash band back in the day um called acid rain a uk thrash band and um when i um i quit that i've it, basically i've been a stand up comedian for the last 15 years um what do you want to make money? <laughs> uh, no, otherwise I would not be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so um, uh, I, I started doing this um, about January last year. Decided to combine my kind of love of, of comedy and um, uh, and music um, and and just you know uh, basically. Um, talk with people um in bands that I like people that I've always been um uh, you know just uh, trying to track down interesting people to talk to um uh, you know and stick it out there as a podcast I like podcasts I listen to a lot of them so it's called talking bollocks the idea is that we we just talk a lot of bollocks it will it will be edited it's not going to it's 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 not going to have like you know, <laughs> um uh, uh, the complete sort of shambolic nature that has come across uh, as it has so far um
2: and- well, can you can you hear me okay
0: you know, is yeah right? absolutely um I've got um, uh, you're a, um you're wired up to a you're wired up to a speaker um, oh, okay. uh, which uh, which sits next to the podcast mic so this will actually come across um, the quality will actually be probably be a lot better than some interviews that I've done face to face because um, it's uh, it's much better quality but um yeah those those well, those, those skype bits and pieces was me fucking up so sorry about that
2: don't worry um, I'm used to equipment problems whatever it's it's the nature of the beast Uh,
0: yeah it is it is and um, uh, well yeah and the nature of many different beasts given that um, you've just branched out into hot sauce I saw as well
2: yeah I'll sell anything with my face on it uh, yeah it's (laughs) it's it's fun it's great to have and we love hot sauce yeah I'd really like to start selling tequila, but that's not yet. But um, the uh, speed of you know malfunctions—I I don't know if you've been to any of the latest uh, shows that I've done in London in the last few years.
0: Uh, last one I went to, uh, I've got to admit, was probably about five or six years ago.
2: Okay. That um,
0: it was the Underworld show.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I did a few Underworld shows. Actually, there was a kind of a string of them. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I was coming back um, every year to the Underworld because it was a, it was kind of the right venue. Yeah. But then the security got so incredibly bog, that um, I actually went into the show and they wouldn't let me in. <laughs>
0: right. Okay. So no show. My show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had that before.
2: Well, I hadn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fair <laughs> I enough. Said, I go, I don't know what part of Jamaica you guys are from, but I'm from Detroit. And I know when I'm getting screwed here. I go. The reason you guys are getting paid tonight is because I'm playing. So you better let me fucking down there, so I can do my job. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. They talk all this crap, right? Yeah. So it got it got a little bit rough there for a while, because um, you know, I it, it's when you have it. It's so insulting to have a show, and then. You know, the it, 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 you can't even get into your own show because security. Give me a break. Yeah. So, uh, and the you know, it just the beers are expensive and.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, it, I, look, I,
2: I I decided not to work anymore
0: yeah well same thing same thing happened to me in the middle of um, the same thing happened to me in Leeds which is like my hometown and we were on a tour and I got and I got <laughs> shut out there in January which is really the month you want to oh, yeah. get as, as, as a singer that's really the month you want to get shut out in the fucking cold isn't it yeah
2: yeah so, it's, like, it's not that you've strained your voice enough you haven't been drinking for the whole tour and you're going to get shut out in the cold to make sure that you really sound like shit
0: well that's it that and, that and I was 19 so I wasn't actually singing I was just fucking shouting yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, you
2: know, but uh, I've been accused of that myself. The uh, you know it's hard when you play, especially smaller places because you you can't hear yourself and you you overextend yourself, and you overextend yourself after the show and before the show, and it's a miracle you can even. Function at all? I mean, after four or five
0: days. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I've 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 been at times where I've been uh, diagnosed by a doctor said, look, complete voice rest, and it's just I I cannot do complete mm, voice okay. rest. You know, talking is what I do. It's uh, not like being a lead guitar player. Yeah, you can rest your arms. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing is, as well as as a singer, if you if you do try and protect your voice and give it voice rest, the only way I can do that is by separating myself from people and and going sitting you know alone somewhere, and then everyone and then everyone's just like, oh look at him, what a fucking asshole. Yeah.
2: No, you get that. I mean, the only thing that could stop me would be Thorazine or something really heavy to put me asleep for like days at a time. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean, how can you not? be out on the road talking to your fans talking to your band you know living the life that you you were born to live and not be able to talk to anybody
0: yeah exactly i mean it's um
2: it's just not it's not a reality for people like me and apparently you
0: (laughs) yeah basically yeah um Glen Danzi,
2: you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does that? Does anyone talk? I don't think his band members talk to him. Uh, I think it's just. Well, I think so. uh, Yeah, just just his lawyer. I think um, that's it's so
2: funny, it's... dude. I I was outside. <laughs> it was a couple of years ago. I was at a festival, and I think it was Norway or Sweden. I can't remember. And uh, we all met at a hotel. I met. I had dinner with Mike Monroe and Sammy Alpha and the, and those guys, and. Um, and then I, uh, Spike from the Choir Boys, me and him, stayed up for drinks, you know, at the end of the night. Yeah. And we're kind of closing the bar. We're standing outside having a cigarette. And it was just a beautiful night out. And this this double-decker bus pulls up, right? It it stops. And the, one of the doors opens to, towards the back. And he's, you see a guy come out. He's got his suitcase. And he's just, he's looking at his, down at the you know the sidewalk, and he just walks in the hotel. You know, then like another door opens at the front, more front door, right? Yeah. And, uh, same thing. Another guy's bag, looking down at the crown He's walking out. I look at his flag, I go, "This is definitely Danzig's boss." I go, "This is definitely Danzig." <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, uh, he goes. Next thing, Glenn comes flying out. I'm like, "Hey, Glenn, how's it going?" He goes, "Fuck you, Gary.
0: <laughs> in the in the middle of uh, Norway or Sweden or wherever it was,
2: yeah, it was great. It was like it was in a, a really nice hotel. It was like you know, most people would be pretty happy to get off the bus and go to the bar. You know, yeah. But, you know, if you're in dancing's crew, like everyone's bummed out. It was really funny. Dude.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm. I'm. I've. I've never really. Um. I. I he's one of those people where. I've just said so many like different stories, you know, through people and you know you know what it's like. You always you, you listen
2: you, I listen, I don't hate him or not that I just think he's funny as fuck and it's like it's just it was so predictable and I'm looking at Spikey and I I'm like, This is dancing. You know and, and Spike's like, Really? And I'm like, I guarantee you And the next thing he's like Glenn comes out, it's like, Hey Glenn, what's up? Fuck you, great <laughs> 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 It was
0: just so perfect. I don't know what to say, yeah, yeah, that's certainly well. What yeah, those moments? It was speak. It was yeah. And you you were saying about like you know Norway, Sweden. You you're um you you you're becoming a European, Corey. If you're not careful, i take uh, it easy. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> Yeah. Um but I mean
2: I don't know, you know, like I... my body are African, so take it easy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I I mean I saw you were um you know, you were living in Germany, um and you're obviously out in Portugal now. I mean are you are you out there for, you know, a, a serious length of time are, are you do... I don't know, I,
2: it, it all depends because um I just go where the gigs are, you know. I'm kinda of like a like a school of fish. I kinda of just you know there's Oh, there's food over there. You know, I just go for it, and uh, I think it's the nature of uh, business as an artist. You you have to go where the where the food is, really.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: it's it's uh, and where the interest the food is the interest, and people are interested in me um, as an artist uh, all over the world. But it's it's too spread out in America. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: To like I probably have more fans in America, but they're spread out everywhere. You know, it's like it's, I don't have, you know, large pockets, uh, of, you know, fans, populations of fans that I can just, you know, go and sell out really big halls or anything, you know, I could go to a city and I can do okay, but then I got to drive, you know, seven hours to another city and go through it again. You know, it's without radio play. Um, it's hard to get the new albums exposed um, with new guys coming up every year and, and this you know, bloody American Idol crap. And, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's really difficult unless you have really deep pockets to stay out in front of everybody.
0: Yeah, and the thing is as well is that you you need deep pockets to stay out in front of anyone and the return on the investment isn't necessarily there anymore.
2: Well, it yeah, because, you know, Obviously, with file sharing, you know, record sales don't exist. But, uh, but I actually my my record sales aren't too bad. But um, because it it's a, it's a different genre. But I'm I'm kind of crossing genres now and, and moving you know uh, in many different directions and moving into uh, lots of different stuff. I mean, I, the the material I'm doing right now is more. I think my most commercial stuff that I've ever
0: done. Yeah, yeah I read the um, I read the review on um, uh, by Gaz on Uber Rock, and um, oh. uh, and he was saying that you you were even in date you you were even almost in danger of uh, having a love song on the new album. Is uh, is uh, is that the case? Um, well, it's the song. Um, it's the last track, isn't it? Yeah, uh,
2: meet me in Las Vegas. Well, I mean, I was in danger on the first album of having a love song called Lullaby.
0: Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah that song. is a beautiful tune, by the way. Beautiful tune.
2: Thank you. And um, and also, that's another one that I wrote by myself. Um, and on what is this on the second album? Um, not Children of the Winter, but... Uh, yeah, maybe Children of the Winter. It's not really a love song. It's more ballady. Well, Hero is more ballady, but more heroic. Um yeah, so so lies the name but, yeah uh, The Golden Shore on the third album uh, could be construed as a love song um, Song In Your Mind on the fourth album could be construed as a uh, breakup song um, Space Age Playboys has no love songs <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing on that could, that could be conscred.
0: That that's just pure rock and fucking roll
2: yeah on the um, Odds and Ends or Fucker album depending on who you are if you listen to Kiss Me uh, I think you would say that's probably a love song and
0: there's probably no love songs on Destroy the War Machine <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 as, or as I call it because I've, I've still got one of the original Chinese democracies
2: Okay, on that album uh, yeah, that, that is it Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. But, yeah. but uh, in the Space Age Playboys, uh, the the band, when I was in Los Angeles, uh, city scenes and thieves could definitely be a love song.
0: Okay, well here's an album where there's definitely not a, a love song, and that would be the the. Um, I'm going to kiss your ass here, and I'm not going to make any apologies for that. Um, Please,
3: apologize. <laughs> um,
0: i Yeah, yeah. Um, Mob Research. It's its just oh, wow. one wow. of the most, uh, well, just underrated albums of all time.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I don't know why people want to look at that record. What is wrong with fuckers, man? Um, I mean,
0: come
2: on. That is a phenomenal record.
0: It's a fucking great record I mean your vocals uh, on it are As strong as anything you've ever done Um, Not bad
2: for a guy that Apparently has no voice anymore
0: that's right, that's right, but, um, you know, who listens to Trouble anyway? Um,
2: <laughs> <It's> it. <laughs> fucking pimply-faced guys with black t-shirts like long hair that's greasy down in their fucking
0: ass. Do you know what? At the time, I thought that was a really weird move for you. I, I, I really did. I mean, I, I could hear it, I could hear it in my head, I could hear it working, but it just seemed like a weird move. a weird move. Was it just something that came up and you thought, yeah, fuck it, give it a go?
2: Well, nah. It was more thought out than that for sure.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: I got a call from Rick Wartel from Chicago, and I was I'm living in Brooklyn, and he's like, you know, um, he's like, we need a new frontman, and I want you. And I'm like, well, I'm a frontman. <laughs> I go. Don't ex- I go. Don't expect me to try and sing. Like Ozzy, or whatever you know, your old guy used to do. Yeah. I go if you want to take the approach of maybe uh, Paul Rogers joining Queen, or you know uh, Dio joining Sabbath. I will do that, but I'm not going to try and sing like somebody else because I'm I am somebody else. Yeah. I'm not Eric Wagner.
0: Well, and well, you're known for your voice as well, so it'd just be fucking weird.
2: Well, yeah, I'm going to try and sing like Eric Wagner.
0: But <laughs> the, the, the...
2: And the album that I recorded was fucking amazing. And they don't got the guts to play it because it was so different from Eric Wagner that they will not let anyone hear
0: it. Oh, man, I would love to hear oh, that. Has it, it been it leaked was, at all?
2: I, I only heard parts of it... Only a few people heard parts of the album and they just totally dumped it because they've got about 15 fans that go <laughs> into the websites and just say Corey's a fag, Corey's a douchebag, Corey has no voice. It's a bunch of people that used to be associated with Dirty Rig, they used to be associated with other record labels from Gapman that don't like me in the metal scene. And just try to destroy me, you know. And they also come from the hardcore punk scene out of Detroit. So there's a, there's a, like a contingent of maybe at, at the utmost, maybe 30, 25, 30 people on internet going with different names, trying to, you know, bust, you know, bust me down for whatever reason. It's like, ooh, you know, like, like I give a crap. But the thing is the album... That I did with Trouble was really, really cool. And if, if you actually listen to the the album um, that I did live with them in uh, in Los Angeles, you can hear how badass that is. Uh, whatever, I I like singing with a with a blues a Chicago blues band, and that's basically what they were. Good musicians, Chicago blues based is It's you know they put some distortion on it so it's metal but they're they're basically blues guys at the end of the day
0: yeah yeah and um, and it, it, it also it, I,
2: the thing the thing I am sorry
0: no 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 not at all I, I yeah, mean no, you, not, you, go, the, you go
2: you go after I said you know to Rick look I'm not going to sing like Eric I'm going to sing like me and he said well that's cool because we want to move on and I said well you know most of your audience it's already there is just going to be happy that you're coming out with a new record and they're going to buy it anyway. I go, because they're curious and it's going to be interesting. And I go, my fans are going to be really interested in discovering what you guys have. And there's a, a portion of my audience that would really appreciate Trouble. Now, I said, look, what's missing from Heavy Metal is um, some flash, some fun. It's like, it needs some kind of excitement. I go make me the David Lee Roth of Doom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wouldn't that be cool? And I think that we had accomplished that before they that uh, the the retro backward thinking moronic guitar player decided uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Thank God. Anyway, Derek St. Hubbins, when he came up with that, like, oh, he goes, well, Cor, the fans don't like, you you know, that you just don't sound like Eric. And without sound like Eric, you know, we, you know, we just can't, you know, I don't know if it's going to work, you know. And I, I told Rick, I go, Rick, why is this guy telling me this? Because I thought you were the leader of the band. And it's like, I do not want to be an Eric copy guy because I'm 15 times better than that guy artistically. <laughs> so and like, what do you want me to do here? And uh, we came to an agreement to disagree and I told them all to fuck off and after I did the whole record for them, which they refused to release because they know it's really good.
0: That's um, uh, it, it. It's such a shame because I would love. I would. I would love to hear that record because I, you know, I was one of those people that you were talking about there, which is like you know, were some of your audience that would be that would be interested to to hear it because you know I've been I've been a Trouble pa- fan in the past and um, you know they were a, they were part of my so kind of metal growing up and um, uh, I'd, I, I'd yeah I would love to have heard you on there. Yeah. Well,
2: I don't know if you heard me singing live with them. But uh, I'll definitely make that CD available
0: to you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that would be awesome, man. Yeah,
2: you'll get that after we're done
0: here. Oh, cool, man. No, that would would be brilliant. I really appreciate that. That'd be great. But hey, look, we're in danger here of not talking enough about Mob Research.
2: Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. I mean, what a fucking album. And it was so weird how that all hooked up. Um, Can we take a two-second break here?
0: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, well, we don't have to break totally, but I need a I
0: need a fresh up. Oh well, no. Well, look, I'll just record all this and we'll just carry on because you know who cares. <laughs> um, uh, my my listeners, uh, as I always say to um, my listeners, I try and keep the, um, the the podcasts as unedited as possible, so what they actually hear is is, is what happened. Um, so uh, although I will, there will be some top and tailing involved in this because. Um, obviously uh, we've had a few uh, we've had a few problems here and there um, but no you um uh, you carry on man are you um, are you making another caipirinha yeah <coughs> oh, make me one as well will you all right well
2: there you so. the thing about caipirinha is you really have to have enough lime because if you don't it just it doesn't work because the cachaça that you use in the And the capparinium has to be extremely high quality, otherwise
0: you're really gonna you're not gonna appreciate. Exactly, and and also sometimes you will get um, you get some bars where they try and use sugar syrup um, instead of um, demerara sugar, and it's 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 got to be brown sugar.
2: I'm a purist just like you
0: <laughs> I can hear, I can hear the ice there as well I, I actually I actually bought an ice crusher purely for the purely for the making of caipirinhas. Um and it, it lasted one summer it got some serious abuse we had a we actually had a decent summer and lots of barbecues and um, that was the end of that particular ice machine I went back
2: to Detroit to visit my relatives a couple of years ago I, ended up inheriting this 1960s ice crusher, and it was so cool but it was loud as fuck it sounded like a, like a, a semi-truck like in, coming through your house <laughs> you, you could never you know comfortably make make the ice because you honestly would start have to start yelling it was like somebody running a chainsaw <laughs> and make a drink
0: it was pretty boring, but well without without wanting to use up too many cliches, yeah, well, that's an ice crusher from back in the day where it was built to meant to last,
2: yeah and it did and it, it
0: crushed. yeah yeah, and then i I, I bought them you know, I bought one quite recently and uh yeah, it lasted uh, about two and a half months Oh, well, there you go, yeah, exactly um, democracy anyway, yeah, we were talking about um uh, mob research and the. How
2: um, this all started. Yeah. I'm. It's the middle of summer. If you can picture this, the height of summer, almost high of the height of summer. I mean, really hot June in Brooklyn, New York. I mean, really, really hot. And um, my girlfriend at the time, um, she she was going to go to work, um, and work in the city. So. I put her on the bus for some reason we were broke at this point because we weren't always broke sometimes we had lots of money but at this point we were broke anyway she goes here's here's five bucks she goes you know do whatever you want with it and um, I go okay And, and I put her on the bus and the bus pulls away right and as the bus pulls away I look across the street and it's one of my favorite bars, the Alibi. <laughs> and I'm looking across the street and I'm like, it's really hot and I really need a beer and I got five bucks. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going in there. So I walk in and at the end of the bar, this rather rotund, but jolly gentleman, looks at me and goes, fucking Clark, what the fuck are you doing in there? <laughs> And I go, fucking Raven, you cunt. You're <laughs> doing in fucking Brooklyn. He goes, I don't know, but we're drinking. I'm like, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. So we, we just uh, we started partying, and we started talking, and uh, the song um, This One's For You is the entire story of that, which is how, how it all started. He called me in two hours after I went back to the house, and in my apartment two blocks away he goes do you want to do you want to sing with me and um, Mark Thwaite from uh, the mission on a new record uh, that I'm I'm calling the band mob research and you know we want to we want to do this and we need a singer and we think you'd be great so <laughs> like within Within three hours we, did, we the band started, so that was that.
0: That is that is awesome. That yes. really is. That is. And and there you go, alcohol had a positive effect.
2: <laughs> well, I hadn't seen him since he was raising pit bulls in Los Angeles. I mean the last time I saw Raven was he was he showed up at my house. I had a, a studio and a house out um in Las Velas, just to the uh just to the east of of Los Angeles, and uh, he showed up with pit bull puppies, and uh, he's like, "I'm raising pit bulls, and I live in Portland." I'm like, "Wow, you know, everyone showed up my house at that point." But uh, he was one of them, and that was the last time I see him. It that would have been a separation of about seven years or something. Yeah. And to just run into him, I mean, and he's a fucking total pirate, dude. I mean, that guy was a pirate. Yeah. I mean him and his friends I mean they would co- they would come to my apartment right and I call it serenading they'd be like "Corey, come on we're going to the bar <laughs> right <laughs> it's 11 in the morning and my girlfriend was like not please but whatever <laughs> but this was this is reality and this is in the song i urge anyone to, to pick up that record it's,
0: it's oh. Yeah, I mean, I I will be uh, I will be urging people to um, to pick it up and check it out as well because
2: they just download it, you know, whatever from uh, whatever iTunes or whatever that crap is, whatever they do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, I it is. It's it's a great record. And and to answer your question earlier, no, I don't know what's wrong with people. Um, I I really don't know why you know that that wasn't huge. Um. Because it, 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 there's nothing like it, I've, honestly. There's there's well, nothing it like help,
2: it. It didn't help that Raven died, and we were going to be on tour with, um, oh, what's their names? Who are those guys from Chicago? Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, um, he played bass with them forever. You know, along with Killing Joke. But we were supposed to be with, uh, it's not Nine Inch Nails, but you know, whatever.
0: Ministry, oh,
2: nice. Ministry. thank you. No worries. And um, I've been in too many fucking bands, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, the guy from Ministry was like totally down with us going on tour and we, we were talking to Angie, his wife, and et cetera, et cetera. We were, you know, negotiations were going on. We met, Raven went down to uh, El Paso to, to talk to him and negotiate and, you know, the whole thing was going down and then he died.
0: Oh, dear. You
2: know, so, and I got the news while I was on tour with Warrior Soul in, in England. Um, and it was uh, it was really, it was horrible. Um, you know, you, you do a record and you really want it to go and, you know, something stops like that. And, you know, it's like, Why can't people like George Bush die?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I know. always
2: have to be my buddies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I know, I know. And and the thing is, as well, is that despite it being, you know, uh, posthumously released and and, and you're still, you're you're unable, obviously you're unable to tour it, you're unable to push it, and no label is really going to get behind it because there's nothing they can do with it.
3: There's
2: never, a, there's never a, a hot day in June, July, or August when I don't think about Paul Raven looking at me over a taco and a pitcher of margaritas and going, "Yeah, man, we're gonna go, we're gonna go do some touring. This is gonna be great." And uh, there's never, never a time I don't think about that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's it's uh, funnily enough, um, I um, I sat down and had a chat a couple of well about two or three months ago with Tommy Victor from Prong. Yeah, he um,
2: knows him very
0: well. Yeah, we had we had a little bit of a chat about it. Um, I,
2: I, he's a good guy, man. I like him a
0: lot. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a lovely dude. He, there's there's someone else that I met back in the day who uh, who doesn't remember. But there you go. I, like I said, I'm only having guests on who uh, who don't remember meeting I, me. Yeah,
2: I think maybe if you were in front of our face, we might
0: remember. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you, Curry, But I'm 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 sure I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you wouldn't. Um, but um, yeah. Um, look, while we're while we're talking, of course, you've got um you've got an album coming out in um in is it four days?
2: Uh, I wish it was coming out
0: in four days. Oh shit! Has it gone back again?
2: No, no, no. It's it's coming out in the twenty second. Right. Okay. So that's like uh, two weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But uh, the singles out. The you know uh, the video's out. Obviously, have yeah. you seen them? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen the video, um, and I thought, "Oh, have you, that noticed, is... have you noticed
2: any of the scumbags in
0: the video?" Yeah, straight away, I thought, "Is is that Michael Monroe? Is it? Is that Mike Monroe?" And I just, and for a minute, I thought you might have. It's not Mike Monroe. So, That's Mike Monroe's brother. I, oh, I well, that that explains, me, that explains my confusion Ma- then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually,
2: me and January with uh, Mike very recently uh when we were touring in um finland and uh it it was so funny man i got off the, i i actually i took uh i took the ferry from sweden i did a couple shot i did an art um my paintings were showing in uh a small town um uh, up in sweden and we took this boat and uh it was pretty fun. I didn't gamble because I never go. But um, we ended up getting off the boat and uh, we were walking to the taxi cab and I look at the back of this bus and there's Mike's face. It's like the whole back of the bus. And it was like, whoa, dude, this guy. So it's like we went to the hotel and, and, and uh, we met up with him And he's like, "Hey man, what's going on, dude?" (laughs) I'm like, "Why is your face on the back of the buses?" He's like, "Ah, I'm the Prince of Turku." He goes, "He goes, I'm I'm do the, you know, the American Idol of of Finland," and he really is. He's the top host of the, you know. He's like, uh, "Dude, he's so huge." there. fucking
0: are you joking?
2: No, he's he's absolutely incredible. He has like little postcards. That he signs for people.
0: Oh my god!
2: He's like, as he's walking down the street, you're like just kind of like in a wake behind him, like a, like a like a boat. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> and like everyone's like, Mike, what's up? And, like they all love him. They, he's like the prince of Turku. <laughs> That's that is
0: insane. So no chance of going for a quiet drink with him then?
2: No, unfortunately. Uh, but. <laughs> I managed to sneak one in here and there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah.
2: Um it's not like there's hordes of people, but it's just like it's like, oh my god, it's a Monday afternoon. I <laughs> mean, come on. We're walking down the street. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is that's proper fame. That's that's pop idol fame.
2: What's so bizarre is like it's like it's not just the, like young people, it's older people. Like he's got this whole demographic that's like huge.
0: Well, yeah, people people eat up those those talent shows in every single country, don't they? It's, it's insane.
2: I've got to start a no-talent show, because I'm really good at that.
0: Oh, we've got a couple of those. Oh, you mean Chatty Man or
2: something like that?
0: Well, no, I just, no, I mean like fucking, well, Big Brother. You don't need any talent whatsoever to win that, do you? Just sit around a fucking house.
3: <laughs> I think that's it.
0: Yeah, sit around the house. Don't be an arsehole or just be less of an arsehole than everybody else in there. Um, <laughs> you know. There you go. It's
2: actually, a contest. I really don't know what the the uh, scenario is. I mean, is it is there actually a competition? Do you win something or?
0: Um. Well, yeah. You well you you, you win like a nominal sort of cash prize of like fifty grand or something like that. Um. <laughs> and and yeah, for for basically not getting voted out by the public. Oh, um, how do you get me on it? Oh, it, uh, no, 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 no. You've got, you've got, you you have got too much talent, I'm afraid. We would have to reject uh, you.
2: Man, that sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Always in this dichotomy. Too uh, much talent, too little talent.
0: That's it, yeah, that's it, yeah. It's, it's just, it, 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 honestly, it's amazing. It, it really is. But, um, you know, uh, it, it does my head in. I,
2: I find it really hard to believe sometimes what people will watch and, and what is good is cool. What's not cool? I mean, I'm experimenting with a lot of stuff, um, entertainment-wise. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what entertainment is anymore. And what do you buy? I mean, what what do people buy? I have no idea. I, well, I,
0: apparently, uh, yeah. And uh, entertainment well, is stuff well, is all free now. Entertainment's all free. <laughs> That's it.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't care really but i'm i my paintings are doing really well and uh i've done really this new album is really cool and uh, you know i'm pretty happy
0: yeah i'm i was going to say because you've got the, the, the all of these different kind of things you're doing it's kind of it it's it's it sort of comes in handy doesn't it because you uh, you know i see a lot of musicians kind of complaining about that there's you know there's there's no money in what they do anymore but it, you've you've actually been diversifying for years um, well, diversified to begin with, because I thought the whole thing was a joke anyway so
2: i mean i i 've said as much in every record i 've ever done so yeah, yeah. and it's
3: junk,
0: yes. it
2: 's a joke
0: yes but you so you 're and, and the thing is you do you, you 're doing art you 've got your poetry you 've got your solo albums you 've got the warrior soul albums i mean is it is it it, it it it's kind of weird. Do you ever find yourself kind of sort of preparing for something, thinking, right, okay, what what am I, uh, you know, what, what 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 am I now? What is what is my focus now?
2: I've always got a challenge in front of me. I mean, I don't. Did you ever see my project The stoned?
0: No, no, I didn't. Really? Okay. No.
2: Uh I think that is your next
0: move. <laughs> right? Okay.
2: You've never seen any of the stone? No. I have four TV segments and two videos um, and two documentaries.
0: Right. <laughs> wow.
3: Yeah.
2: So I think you should check The Stoned out.
0: The Stoned?
2: Yeah. It's, um, I play drums and produce. Uh, uh, working with um, Adam Dubin. Who did uh fight for your right to party director mm-hmm. uh, directed the metallica stuff yeah i got together with him and we came up we came up with some really sick shit
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, and um the stone actually is a project that i'm currently working with so
0: ah right okay
2: and, and it's it's as important as mob research
0: right okay right well that that gives me that gives me a good kind of jumping off point as to what it what it means to you (laughs) definitely well you know I'm gonna have to give you it
2: in sequence and you'll
0: have to check it out uh I am gonna have to check that out definitely definitely um and you, uh, you you said earlier about this um this new album being a um uh the most commercial stuff that, that you've done it, it, did that just is that just the way it came out i'm presuming so because you know the the way you seem to create seems to be spontaneous is that just kind of what happened
2: i i purposely made it to be a very commercial record right okay um, and um opening the record with this with the first words out of my mouth are pissed off
0: yeah <laughs> i i yeah i i hear that on the uh, first words of the single
2: Yeah, and uh, I think that song says it all, and then the next song says it all, and then the next song says it all, and you kind of, you get through uh, a giant piece of emotion that I was feeling over the last 12 months, so it it is a commercial record, I'm trying to sell records. Right. I mean, I've I've said enough, you know, it's, I've challenged authority, I've, you know, and I unfortunately still am. (laughs) But uh, I think that this is much more palatable for the, shall we say, uh, people who really, you know, it's it's more wide-ranging. And to find out what audience is going to grab onto what I do. Because I I cannot be beholden to one audience. I have to be beholden to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm my audience. And I'm going to deliver as much art out there. And if one niche of my audience, of me, loves it more than another one, I'll go that way. I mean, I'm old enough and mature enough, and have done enough to realize that you know what there is a commercial aspect to art, and I want to fully, you know, utilize that and actually make some money because you know what I'm not getting younger.
0: Well, you know, history history is littered with artists who have 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 achieved incredible success after they're dead, and well um,
2: listen I don't plan on being part of that
0: litter <laughs> exactly that's that, yeah like
2: I'm too fucking good looking for that shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, but it, it is you know you've it's, you know there, there's there, you, you read all of these stories of you know people who weren't appreciated at the time and then you know years later Well, oh, that's
2: it I mean I don't want to end up with a Van Gogh complex you know? <laughs> I want to end up with an Axl Rose complex uh,
0: no no. And the
2: thing, no, well, maybe not that, but you know, maybe a, maybe one of those guys kind of complex, but it's more like Twilight Zone or Hitchcock. You have ups, you have downs. But eventually, the whole thing ends up being cool. It's like, look, I don't drive around in Mercedes Benz. I mean, let's face it, but that's that was never my goal. My goal was to start a revolution and get people thinking that maybe what you're seeing on that fucking tube is not fucking reality. And I think I'm probably one of the most bold and uh, extreme rock people that ever said anything. And um, I probably ruined my career. I could have been a Bon Jovi, I suppose. But I think I stuck my neck out for everybody. And, And I think... This eventually will be uh, recognized. Hopefully, not after my fucking death.
0: Yeah, I I hope so too, Corey.
2: Whatever. Um,
0: did you? Um, I, I hate to dig up really, really old ground, but sometimes things. It's come. almost
2: time to go. <laughs>
0: um, David Geffen, did you have a big fallout or not?
2: after anal sex
0: <laughs> yes. all right okay i get, I yeah i didn't mean it i got the answer i deserved i guess
2: we had to break up <laughs> it was really sad but
0: hey you know shit happens that was all i mean yeah it was all a long long time ago
2: it has nothing to do with david gavin let me tell you
0: this david is a genius
2: it has to do with his staff and people that ran his promotion department, specifically, uh, Bryn Brydenthal, who, to this day, I'd like to spit in her face. But, whatever. You know, it's like you can't expect a bunch of fucking dumb fucks from Hollywood to figure out a true fucking New York artist. They never figured out Iggy. They never figured out me. And, uh, they can all kiss my ass. Be quite honest.
0: Couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs>
2: Thank you. I mean, so uh, I, it's, you know, I cost a lot of people their jobs at Kevin. But you know what? They should go get other jobs.
0: Well, back then it was just one big merry-go-round, wasn't it? You get fired by one label, you get no, hired by another label.
2: No, oh it wasn't a merry-go-round. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe, well, it's still a merry-go-round for everyone else. It's a merry-go-round for the auto industry. I'm sure in China, it's a merry-go-round. You make plastic stuff, you're fired. Well, I'm going to make plastic stuff somewhere else. Yeah. You know, this merry-go-round is uh, in a capitalist system with uh, human wage slaves. Now, whether you pay your wage slaves a lot of money or less money, you're still a wage slave. You know, unless you grow your own food... You're a wasteland. Yeah. So you know, it's um it's a matter of perspective, isn't it? But um the the people at Geffen that fucked me, they deserve to die. It's not David Geffen. It's the people that really fuck me. Okay? Yeah. And and the people in America that fuck me. And trust me, there are people in the FBI and the CIA that have fucked with me. So, you know, whatever. But the thing is, I said it before anybody. <laughs> it's like, all the shit that's going on right now, I said 25 years ago.
0: Yeah. I, well, I, I, I remember. I was there. Yeah. And. Um,
2: Thanks a lot. It's been great doing the interview.
0: Hey, no worries, man. Look, it's been good fun. It's been good fun. My we... hangs on. We did it eventually. We actually managed to pull it off.
2: Now, listen, I want you and anyone listening yeah. to come down to the Islington in London and get your heads mowed off <laughs> by a true Scottish rock group
0: with me. Hey, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. And by, and by the time you come over, um, Scotland may well be independent. Who knows? Oh, well, let's hope so. And
2: also, look, yeah, and look, if you really want to rock, get on the bus with me before the show.
0: Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen about this. I'll, I'll give the details out on the podcast. Seriously, it's massive. If you do that, you're on the bus with me. How many places have you got? Um, have you got left? I've got two. Two places left. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, I will send a message out it's an to the listeners. Open
2: bar, rolling with me for four hours before the show.
0: I've seen. I've seen the bus. It is basically a bar with some fucking wheels on it.
2: That's exactly what it. Is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's basically, it's the, it's the perfect way to warm up for a show. For the audience, I don't know how the hell you do it. I really don't. I oh,
2: do. A lot of times I fail, but I fail in such a cool way.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's what it's all about.
2: Yeah. You've got to know how to do it right.
0: Yeah, and if you, and if you can't do it, just don't do it with style.
2: <laughs> Listen, <Alicia, laughs> right. it would be great to fucking hang out with you. And fucking cool, drink some, have a few drinks, and fucking really rip it up. Uh,
0: definitely, man. Definitely, I will. Um, well, look, I'm I'm going to be down there. Uh, I'm going to be down at the show. Um, my friends Fuck Shovel are playing on the on the bill as well. So it, it's it's going to be it's going to be an awesome uh, night, dude. I will try and get down there during the day and uh, and catch up with you then.
2: And no fucking. <laughs>
1: wondering if the word fucking is
0: actually really prohibited on your show uh no it's a podcast you can say uh you can say fucking as much as you fucking like
2: Okay. well I was
0: thinking
2: on the bus there's no fucking
0: I'm like what the fuck are you talking about yeah yeah I, when you when you said that I was thinking no fucking I was thinking I'm like, no uh,
3: fucking on the bus <laughs> I just wrote a note that said please stop it said
0: no talking. fucking I'm like what is <laughs> your time it's yeah look please, please, stop saying fucking. Just just say cunt. Okay. <laughs> no
3: cunting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, content, I I, I wrote that I said,
0: no
3: cunts.
0: <laughs> well look, I'd t- i tell you what, if if I come if I come down on the bus, there will definitely be one cunt on the bus. Well listen. I, I, yes, you will be. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: the thing is, I would I would like to hang out with you, man.
0: Hey, so- we'll do it.
2: So let's, let's just stay in contact with us.
0: Will do. And uh,
2: we'll there's, we'll there's we'll a lot of stuff going on, man. And the comedy thing, I can help you with. So please, stay in touch.
0: Yeah, I will do, man. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I will do. Um, look, it's been brilliant. I want you to look at The Stone.
2: Yes, we'll send
0: the links. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, yeah, uh, January, this, if you YouTube, could send me the links, that'd be YouTube, great. YouTube,
2: The Stone. Yeah, but we have to do it in order. No, well, it could be in order. You You just watch it. Cool. I'm on you. I've got some really hot comedian people I'm working with. I really want to go into comedy myself. So.
0: Oh well, man. We'll have a long, long conversation about that then. Definitely. Why
2: not? And. and uh,
0: you can interview me next time.
2: Listen, man. We would. Yeah. Why not? The thing is, we would like to hang out with you guys. You guys. You.
0: Yes. Done. I'll be there Okay Not a problem All right. Lovely Okay well look Thank you so much for this
2: Hey send us a link To your podcast Good luck editing
0: Hey (laughs) (laughs) I won't be editing much man You will be surprised It's like It's raw and dirty I like to put it out there Everything is sanitised And edited Within an inch of its life These days I like to try and give people Something that's just Fucking raw and real Uh,
2: Well don't sanitise me Too much
0: but Oh I won't at all (laughs) I just wanted to say it was really great to meet you, and I hope to yeah. see you in person at the rock and roll level. Um, definitely. I'm lo- really looking forward to it, guys. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Okay. It's time for midget sex.
0: <laughs> midget <laughs> sex and more is no doubt. All
3: right.
0: <laughs> see, see you later, guys. And that was that. So there you go that was my uh, my interview with Corey Clark. I really fucking cheered me up yesterday i was i mean I'm feeling a little bit better today. i have gotta be honest, but I was felt like fucking oh just hammered shit yesterday. I really did um um, despite a, a heroic amount of legal unfortunately drugs um in my system just to keep going and um it was so cool i just I, that that whole time we just chatted and um it was it was really cool um it, you know I uh, Cory Cory is Cory and you know you you take him as he is um no doubt at all that um he says some stuff that is provocative um that, that you know some of you out there I'm sure will come away thinking oh, I'm really not sure it the one thing one thing that I, I love um about the guy is his honesty Um, his integrity and it's it's both of those you you just cannot believe the guy absolutely 100% believes every word he's saying and he's he's committed behind it and there is a uh, that kind of that kind of Depth of um, of character, unfortunately, is getting rarer and rarer. Um, and and how cool to talk to somebody who has no idea what Big Brother is. I mean, you know, that's that's the, there you go, typical. Um, really cool guy. I cannot I cannot emphasise enough um, the mob research stuff that we were talking about. Mob research is it is. is Seriously, it is so underrated. It's unbelievable, and um, and and uh, look, I'm not gonna, you know. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll post a link. But seriously, it's not hard to find. iTunes, whatever. Like Corey said, yeah just put in mob research have a listen it is it is really really cool stuff he sounds incredible on it um and it's it's just really different if you're into ministry if you're into nine inch nails if you're into killing joke if you're into warrior soul it covers so many different bases it is it's very very cool um i i treasure um, my C, my cd of it it's it's a really cool album but also ultimately let's not forget there's a new warrior soul album on the way um and you know that That is to be praised indeed. And it is to be purchased, remember. It's not to be downloaded for free. What do we do on this show? We buy shit. We contribute because we want our musicians to keep creating. And how are they going to do that if they aren't earning any money? Seriously, how? So, um... So yeah, a really cool interview. Really enjoyed it, um, and um, and I am going to go and see the show. And um, hey, if uh, I'll take I'll take my new recorder with me. And if Curry end, ends up interviewing me on on comedy, I'm sure um, uh, I'll record it and, and stick it up for you guys on here. Um, really enjoyed that, and, um, uh, and you know him and um, him and uh, January at the end there were having a real giggle. It was just it, it, well as you know, look as I always do you, you heard it as it happened um, apart from the first part like I said that wasn't worth playing because the quality just fucked up my end um, but yeah that's it, it was just it was really cool um, and that's you know that, 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 that interview for me kind of sums up what this podcast is all about it's absolutely like you're there like, like you're there in the room, you know, and, and, and what stories, you know, I mean, you know, just fantastic. Absolutely. And it's just, I really enjoyed it. And you know what? I, I emailed um, the, the, the email address I gave earlier, the, um, the Gmail address, uh, and January came back to me within like, you know, an hour and a half saying, yeah, this sounds really cool. You know, let's, let's do it. And initially we were going to do it at the gig, but she was like, well, you know, new album coming out and I was like, yeah, great. You know, and a couple of days later, there we are chatting away. You know, really amenable, really friendly, really easy to get a hold of, and just you know, just a, a really cool experience. So anyway, anyway, that's my um, that's my uh, Howard and Curry sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G, That's my, That's uh, my um Gave Curry. That's my um that's my little love in there um uh, uh, done with. Um so anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Um uh, just one last thing, really. Still um, two albums. Still fucking loving Misery Index jesus christ misery index if you're into thrash not even death metal if you're just into thrash um y- you've got to give uh misery Index's last hour, uh, new album last album um a shout it, it a shout um a listen um i don't know how you give an album a shout um oi misery index come here you can uh no it's not working um seriously the uh, the last album, the killing gods it, it's it's awesome it really is awesome if if you can you know if you're one of these people who doesn't like vocals then it's probably not for you but seriously it, 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 even the even the vocals are they're closer to max Cavaliera than they are chuck skulliner they they you know they they're, they're intelligible words really cool production. seriously if you're into th- give it a whirl i really emphasize i really can't emphasize enough give it a whirl uh they're re- they're doing something that's really worthwhile it's very very cool and give it a listen uh another album that i'm listening to um uh, uh, is still the body count album but fucking ice tea does heavy metal and he does it so well it's it's cool it's it's not groundbreaking heavy metal it really is not ground. but it, with him on top of it it's 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 legendary but i have got to pick him up on one point there there <laughs> there is a song in it in it um Uh, towards the beginning of the album I'm just trying to think what song it was but anyway there's a section in the song where um, basically he does loads of um, he does loads of rhyming and and it's rhyming um, types of guns with like what might happen to you right Um, so actually I think it's the opening track talk shit get shot so he's like you know you can get some of the some of the rhymes are you know you can get sprayed with a K you know sprayed as in sprayed by a gun and you know K as an AK-40 says, you know, get chrome to the dome, sprayed to the K, and there's all these really, really cool rhymes, and it's it's excellent, and who am I to criticise Ice-T, but I think I have spotted when he was running out of rhymes, because there is a line in there that goes, you can get dusted with a musket. Okay. now I respect him as a wordsmith. I respect any rappers as wordsmiths and rhyming dusted with musket. It doesn't work, but it does. That's the genius of rap. I fucking love it. I I, I couldn't get get away with that in my lyrics. But for some reason, it works. And especially in that that fucking unique delivery as well. But dusted with a musket? Really, Ice? I mean, I... (laughs) I, I can't see too many drive-bys being carried out by by people with muskets. I, I I haven't seen any security footage of liquor stores being held up by cavaliers in full ancient dress head to foot with a fucking musket. Drive-by shootings, may, maybe a ride-by shooting, you know, on the old um, on the old horse, you know, and drive-by shooting with a musket. You'd have like you'd get one shot and then it would be like, right, if you could just wait there for a minute while I reload. <laughs> By which time you're going to get sprayed with a K or get some chrome to your dome. Know what I'm saying, motherfucker? Yeah, that's um, that's a bit embarrassing, really, isn't it? Um, that's like um. Yeah, it's just... Anyway, look, I'm not... <laughs> I just got dusted with a musket. It was, it was a bit of a reach, and it just created a, a, an amusing mental image for me while I was listening to it that I wanted to share with you. And uh, hopefully it gave you a giggle. And um, if not, you've got no sense of humour, so fuck you. Um, no, obviously not. I'm just messing about. So... Um, just uh, just had, just had a, a, an email while the Cory interview was, uh, I was loading that up and everything. I had an email from a mate of mine who runs a um, an office for a big a big company, and I'm, I'm not going to go too much into it. But needless to say, he's, he's a year older than me um and he's got uh, a couple of kids he's married and and, and he runs this i mean it's big office there's like you know hundreds of people work for him and all the rest of it and they've just been the moving office i get this email from him and it says fucking awesome just got my new phone number reserved for the office and then there's the there's the code i'm not going to give the number out and then it says six eight three six 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 exclamation mark metal how cool is that we're everywhere I, I, metalists are just fucking we, we are just everywhere in every walk of life And you know what We do not grow up We just have that enduring Childlike appreciation for music that other music lovers don't seem to have, you know. You have got your pompous classical music um, aficionados. You've got your losers into drum and bass, and basically into drums, bass, slapping bitches, being niggers, spending money, shooting people. Um, uh, you've got your, you know, your, your your garage culture. You've got your you've got your clubbing culture, and it's not culture because it's like, oh yeah, I used to be at the clubbing, but I'm not anymore. Yeah, it's like, I, I, you know. I used to be a metal, but I used to be into metal, but I'm not anymore. No, wrong. It just fucking stays with you for life. That's how it works, um, and that's what makes it the greatest form of music known to man that ever has been and ever will be. Um, and you know that's why every single one of you um, is it, cool for listening. You know, I really. Um, it's a pleasure. That's my, that's my little tribute to, to metal and metalers around the world. Um, but now we are winding down, and it is time for the competition time, kids. That's right. You can win a copy of Suicide Watch: The Alienation Zone, um, cracking mini album. Absolutely cracking mini album. Um, it's uh, it, it's uh, six tracks, of which um, I appear on two. <laughs> uh, so obviously, they're the two best songs on it. Um, I am actually going to be guesting with the band. Um, I'm going to be doing, uh, I think, well, one or both of these songs with them at the Fearfest... In um, in Birmingham, and I think it that's October the fourth. Let me just check in my diary. Organised as ever. Um, I really should add this shit down, shouldn't I? Um, but uh, now it's uh, Fear Fest. Yes, yeah, Saturday, October the fourth. For once, I was for once the old weed battered memory didn't let me down. Um, so come along. Uh, I, I'm, I think I'm doing a, a guest track with Reanimator as well. So um, yeah, come along and um, shout bollocks if you're at the be- at the gig. Shout bollocks back and shout talking bollocks back, That'd be funny. Um, I'd laugh, and um, and I'll be up. Uh, I'll be up on stage with Suicide Watch and Reanimator. So make sure you bring some rotten throat, um, darts, knives, whatever you like. Aim for the head. That's what I'd suggest. It's where the mouth is attached, and that's what you've got to kill first. <laughs> so anyway, um, back to Suicide Watch. Um, it's a really cool EP. They sent me a co- they sent me some copies. I've got one to give away here, um, and um, the competition. I wanted to make, I I don't believe in this stupid fucking um, competitions they do on on TV and and radio now where it's just like, oh, um, so what we want you to do is we want you to um, uh, uh, email, tweet us um, or post on our Facebook page. And the question is, um, what time of day um, is midday? Is it 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night? Please, send in your answer. Now, I'm not, I'm not fucking going in for that shit. And you, you know what I mean. Um, so, basically, there is... There's the 6 tracks on here. Um, uh, Suicide Watch, The Alienation Zone. What I would like from you guys is... Um, uh, a, a cool way of describing um, uh, the Suicide Watch album. Okay, so it's a mini-album, it's a mini-CD. Mini so, basically, imagine you were designing a sticker to go on the CD, right? So just imagine there's a sticker on the CD and you could say it's like, you know, six new tracks of awesome thrash, whatever, you know, uh, you know, um it could say complete uh, H. Raced Rain makes guest appearance and completely ruins two songs I mean I don't know, you know whatever you fucking like whatever you like now you can email them in you can email me howard at allabouttherock.co.uk um, it's probably easier to tweet um, at Talking Bollocks um, Bollocks has a Z on the end not an S um, you can find us you'll see us Talking Bollocks on uh, on Twitter so use Twitter use Facebook you can post to it but actually don't bother using Facebook let's just keep this Twitter and email so tweet me um at talking bollocks um, or email Howard at allabouttherock.co.uk uh, The best one, the stupidest one, the weirdest one, whatever. I've got no idea what's going to win. I don't know where, what what what's going to appeal. One of you guys is going to come up with something brilliant, and um and and you get this you get this awesome CD. There it is, brand new, and and I'll send it out to you straight away. Um, all you've got to do is send an email and a tweet. Is it is it if that's your thing? Cool. If you're not bothered, cool, fine. But there's a CD here, and you know it's waiting to be given to you. So you know up to you anyway um some really cool shit coming up guys um this is the end of this episode um thank you once again i said it at the beginning i'm going to say it at the end it's fucking awesome that you guys tune in uh, oh fucking tune in again you old cunt it's awesome that you people listen that you that you download that you stream that you you know we've got a youtube page we've got a page we've got a facebook page we've got a twitter account you can you can find us wherever we are um and, uh, and don't forget to go to All About The Rock. Uh, and thank you so much. It, it is just... It is an honour. It really is. I cannot believe that we've got 80 subscribers, never mind 8,000, and climbing. And it's all because of you guys. You you are all spreading the word. Because, you know, we're not. Uh, I'm not. I mean, you know, we, we just... We, we post them up wherever they go. You know, we just post the podcast and that's it. So... The the expanding talking bollocks community is down to you guys saying to, saying to your mates, hey, check this out or Oh, you remember that cunt from Acid Rain? Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's he's got the world's worst podcast. You want to listen to it? Um, you know, it, it, it's it's. It's oh, it's highly down to you. It's your fault. You're to blame. Um, but it's so cool. Thank you so much. I honestly really do mean it. It is it is it's blown my mind, and it continues to blow my mind. Me and Craig, he sends me messages like updating what the subscribers and total listens so far and stuff like that. And the two of us are just like fucking jaws on the floor. Honestly, like that. Right. Okay. Yeah great face for radio uh, but our, our jaws are on the fucking floor it, it, it is, never fails to knock my socks off, it's it's amazing so thank you, thank you very much um, uh, remember to shout bollocks at a gig, who knows doesn't matter whether you're going to see Metallica or Madonna, whether you're going to see Slayer or Supertramp, or whether you're, I'm fucking just going for it at the moment, whether you're going to see um, One Direction or No Means No I, d- I don't know, yeah, wherever you're going just shout out, let's see what happens, it could be a bit of a giggle, if it does happen please do let us know and I'll share it with everybody because, you know, it's just fucking stupid isn't it, um, so anyway um, let's finish up now with a track from the Suicide Watch uh, Alienation Zone mini album, out now um, you can get it on Slaney Records that's com which is S-L-A-N-E-Y slaneyrecords.com um, uh, uh you know, search it, look for it, get it on Amazon, um whatever uh get the cd it's better quality um or download it pay for your download support your musicians that's what it's all about and anyway um this is a cover version of a peter and the test tube Babies song that awesome punk band from back in the day um i uh, and there's uh, me singing on it with rid um I hope you enjoy it and um this is <laughs> suicide watch and student wankers